1: I can't get anything done anymore because my life has become Stardew Valley. Oh, uh, no. I, I recently got a switch, very kindly, from my girlfriend's mother We had a... My girlfriend's one. mother? My, <laughs> <laughs> my, my girlfriend's mother? Yep. And, uh, yeah. And, yeah. Yeah. And uh, Lucas said, you should get this game, and I got this game, and now I have a farm, and I have a wife, and I'm in year two, and it's just... It's, you're in uh, year two! Well, yeah, maybe. Yes. You've definitely been doing this on Taxpayer Time. I have what? not. I have spent my evenings, and I have been ignoring my girlfriend. Also,
2: I grow increasingly livid because I said, I want to know everything you're doing in that game, and you've yeah. reached year two... Yeah, and all I know is you got you got a cat and you named it after your real life cat because <laughs> yeah, you, no imagi- the- you have no imagination whatsoever.
1: <laughs> we realise I have less imagination. Than
2: and Luke you did. told me you'd gotten. I'm, un- call-
1: y- I'm called Steve in the game. And you told me you'd gotten <laughs> to the end of spring
2: and that you were like level thirty in the mines. That's the last I knew. Now you're in oh, year two,
1: hundred and ten now in the mines, give me man. Fucking up to Need to. I give- oh, I'm livid. What does this? <laughs> mean? I I, I expect oh. a running commentary. It's a little pixel art. Do you ever play Harvest Moon? It's the same as that. No, I didn't. Way better. No. Uh, but I'm guessing uh, that means
2: it's on PlayStation Five.
1: Yeah, it's it on everything. Is. It's on everything. So should
0: yeah. I play Stardew Valley? Would yes. I like oh, Adam you, Valley?
2: Adam, you like a management and a simulator game. I do. I do like a management. It's not and a quite that because it's not like clicking menus. You actually are controlling a little man walking around doing farming. Well, that sounds but, ideal. Yeah, but you've it's got lovely. to
1: be efficient. You've got to... it's oh, lovely efficiency. So got sprinklers now that worked my plants for me.
0: Okay, so now now I, I think that there's a version of that kind of game out that actually sort of, like, interests me a bit more. Is it Disney Dreamlight Valley? Yeah, it is, yeah. Because, <laughs> because you get to plant things and build houses and whatever, but also your neighbour's goofy. So <laughs> <laughs> that sounds great. I might do that one. Uh, hello, and welcome to What Is Music? A music podcast about music. We're a podcast that focuses on discographies in their entirety. Did you know that? Doing deep dives. Mm. One artist at a time. Uh, You join us in season four, which is called Is It Rad in Your Head? A critical analysis of the history, cultural impact of music of Radiohead. We're going through their entire career, album by album, track by track, asking questions like Does context matter when you're listening to music? Does knowing the history of an artist affect your appreciation of their output? And this season, we are, of course, asking Is It Rad in Your Head? Uh, Just to be clear, we're asking, is it rad in your head in regards to the band Radiohead? Not, is it rad in your head in regards to this, the fourth season of our podcast, which is called, is it rad in your head? And which is now in your head. Uh, I'm Adam Scott Glasspool. I'm a music. And with me, as always, is someone who has said they have no interest. It's Lucas Way. I hate everything. And alongside uh, him, we have someone who can. It's Steve Murphy. I'm... Welcome back to the podcast. You'll notice that I've done something very clever there with our introductions. I've kind of mirrored this episode because I stopped halfway. Oh, you
1: bloody bugger. (laughs) That's
2: because. But here's the thing, thing, Adam. We're more than halfway.
0: I've got a little note here that says pause to let Steve or Lucas point out that it's not quite halfway. Uh, No, it's not quite (laughs) halfway. We're beyond halfway. No, but we're not. We're not. In studio albums, we are beyond halfway. That's true, that's true. But we're we're taking this sort of opportunity to pause because, well, okay, so in general, this podcast, right, we're going through the entire discography of a band with double this length, Radiohead. And whenever we've tackled a long discography on the podcast, we've stopped somewhere near the middle in order to take stock of kind of what we've learned so far. So for the Manics, and,
2: and if it happens to land in line with, like, a best of...
0: Ideal. Good. For the Manics. They released a the greatest hits about halfway through their career, so we stopped there. For Muse, we stopped with four albums either side. With Billie Eilish, we didn't bother because she only has two <laughs> albums. Yeah. Uh, and also in the Muse season, we started the pun convention by naming it the Halfway episode, uh, uh, and yeah. we spelled half H A A R F after their 2007 Wembley gigs, which were called Harp, spelled H A A R P. The best I could come up with here, guys, is Halfway Diohead. <laughs> Yeah.
2: Well, that's better than what I've come up with because yeah. on my on yeah. my like file name for this recording that I'm doing as we speak, mm. I've put "halfway episode." spelled H A A R F. Okay, you've just done the muse one again. Yeah, I've just done that again. <laughs> okay. Oh right.
0: Cool. <laughs> yeah, after Radiohead's Wembley gigs in 2000, but mine's a double joke
2: because Mike is way right. So that's yes, it's true. Lucas yeah. Way.
0: Yes, I mean it's likely this episode has come out and it's called the best of radiohead 1993 to 2003 or something like that uh because as well as looking back on what we've learned so far we're going to be offering up our personal top 10 radiohead tracks culled from what we've we've covered uh in their career and we've covered six albums Ten years in their career. That's over half of their studio albums. Six
2: albums?
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's over half their studio albums, but it's under half the length of
2: their career. So it kind of evens out. Uh, what this confirms is that in the second half of this season, we're going to be filling a lot of old bollocks in the between episodes. <laughs> well, I no, mean, that's what Radiohead do. They just start releasing any
3: old bollocks.
0: <laughs> but let's let's see what we make of the band uh, at this point in our journey. So, guys, Radiohead,
1: speak on that. What? Speak on Radiohead? Mm-hmm. Oh, man. So... Oh, just hanging out, <laughs> just Radioheading, doing some Straight stuff. Radiohead? Uh, Tom? Yep. That's one of them. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: we obviously came in with uh, preconceived ideas of Radiohead about, Well, like, when did we start this? Overrated uh, as fuck. <laughs> that that was your that was your perception was that they were incredibly overrated
2: is that well, right well it wasn't they're overrated but it was that they are you know highly overrated maybe uh, highly, highly overrated i think yeah. i think almost anyone being rated as high as radiohead are rated could be considered to be overrated and i don't mean that as a slight i more mean that they've got the fucking fuck you credibility thing mm-hmm. where they are kind of are overrated in a way because they are so rated
0: yeah i suppose I suppose that is the case um Steve, what was your perception of radiohead sort of sort of
1: sort of coming in? well I knew that uh, well, my perception of them I'd, I'd heard bits before, but mainly from the first half, so that's kind of quite a good way to stop and and take stock but um uh, I'm spelling half H A A R F there. Great. Every thank time you. I say that, yeah, well, yeah it's, implied, really cool. it's implied. It's um, implied. I saw they're like the little, little weird, little weird, mysterious, scary little weird band that okay. also have like some of the biggest hits ever. Um, I knew I liked their rockier stuff. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Just pausing there for a second. <laughs> And I knew I didn't quite, maybe not, I didn't like the electronic kind of weirder stuff. I'm going to say weirder and weird quite a bit, but you kind Mm -hmm. of know what I mean by it. So I was a bit nervous. Going into that, whether I wouldn't like that as much. You were much. nervous. You were shaking um, with fear. I was shaking. I, remember, I was, just sh- before the first I was episode. shitting myself. Yeah,
0: you were. You were absolutely terrified at the prospect of talking about Radiohead. I, remember. I told you, a little
1: weird, scary band. A weird, scary, mysterious little band. A weird, so, scary band.
0: We kind of thought they were a weird, mysterious, overrated, uh, scary band is what we, is what we thought. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Fronted <laughs> just, by a goblin. Fronted by a goblin, of course. Um, obviously, I was very familiar with them. You know the the band Radiohead. Um, Who? No, I don't know why I'm trying no, to start that. No, I don't, know. I no, don't sorry. know. what we're doing? There we go. Uh, I I kind of came in just thinking that they were probably one of the best bands, sort of still working. Uh, I suppose, which is very uh, something you would definitely say about a band that's overrated. It's uh, also something uh,
2: you wouldn't say about about a band that isn't still working. <laughs> right. Well,
4: that's true. I guess. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Well, we'll
0: come on to that later, I suppose. Um, obviously they, they they vie they vie for my affection with with REM. It uh, was a big point at like the start of this of this season. And I'm still sort of up in the air on that one. but I did mm. want to kind of explore, coming into the season, how come they are so weird? Right, and we're going to use the word weird a lot, and it basically just means that they're slightly experimental.
1: Yeah, a bit alternative.
0: Yeah, how come they're so weird and so big? Yeah, like, but they're
2: not big, like, they are big. Yeah, they're massive, but they're not big in the same way that like Coldplay are.
1: They're not doing are. regular stadium they're, they're tours. They're big in a mean.
2: different way in this weird, like, basically anyone who considers themselves to be like a music
3: person mm. loves Radiohead. Yeah. And then anyone else knows nothing about Radiohead.
2: It's sort of <laughs> critical acclaim rather than My wife knows nothing sales. about Radiohead.
0: Yeah, but does she know a lot about Coldplay and stuff then?
2: She could she could sing. She could go to a Coldplay gig and, and, and enjoy most of it because she'd know, oh, it's this one, you know? It's been on Capital. On the radio Yeah, from yeah no Capital yeah. FM. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. I mean, the interesting thing about their tours, and we've spoken about it, like, at the point that we're at now in the podcast, which is just after sort of 2000 and, just after their 2003 album, but really we've got up until sort of like mid-2005. They could have done stadium tours by this point. And I have suppose... they
2: ever headlined a stadium? No. Off their own back?
0: Uh, they've they've never done a stadium, but they've done stadium-sized shows. That's then, the thing is is well, they'll play like um. So on the Moonshake Pool tour, they, they played at um Old Trafford, the Manchester Cricket Ground thingy, right, which is yes. like 60,000. Uh, sixty thousand. I'd, I'd call that
4: a stadium.
2: Basically. Would you call it a stadium? Okay, then cool. Yeah, the cricket so, yeah. grounds a stadium. Well, I guess if it's a big cricket ground, because yeah, the one like up the road from me, it's you're not well, going like to see Radiohead
1: 000. doing eight nights at the O2. Oh, well, uh, they did, didn't right. they? Didn't well, they on
2: the In Moonshaped pool did Five On Nights the O2 or something? Well, this is the thing about them, is they should have
0: done, but they did two. And like oh. we talked about Held of the Thief, they should have come out and, with an arena tour and they played Shepherd's Bush Empire. And like, yeah, so like I went to a radio gig in like 2016. They hadn't played in the UK since 2012. Okay. And those were the O2 gigs. And they played the fucking Roundhouse. It's 3,000 people a night. And they played that for three nights. 9,000 people in London. Pathetic. But that's <laughs> not an indication of how many people will go out to see them. Lucas, you tried to get tickets to those gigs. Couldn't get them. Did I? Uh, yeah, I tried to get tickets to those gigs. I couldn't get them. It was only Will, who's been on this podcast, that said, oh, I've managed to get two tickets. Do you want to come with me? And why, I was like, oh, yes, please, just please.
2: Why did he give it to you and not me? <laughs> I suppose because he didn't know who you were. I suppose that might have been. I I had of <laughs> I had been to see him in gigs that you yeah. were also playing in. Yeah, yeah, true, true.
0: That's true. Um, but I suppose you know, like that that Manchester cricket ground gig sold out in seconds, and that's between I can't remember it's between fifty and sixty thousand people, which is bigger than. The Muse gigs, which are still on sale as we speak, yeah. Uh, so they oh. they they kind of you, you think of Muse as like a big rock band, and Radiohead is perhaps slightly lesser than that. But I think that's through Radiohead's choice, um, and that is that was kind of my perception of the coming in is that they're deliberately they they downplay how important or big they really are, just because they're just never the kind of band who will play.
2: Stadiums. I'd love them to just be like, we're gonna book Five Nights at Wembley. Right. Just so just the Arctic Monkeys thing, right? The just to, to see if they stick. can him <laughs> I reckon they probably could.
0: Mainly because a lot of fans, like Radiohead fans, will go like all five nights. <laughs> like, <Yeah. that's laughs> probably a big portion of the audience. Um Also, you know, we should point out, Lucas, you were very familiar with the the last three albums of their career. The stuff we haven't got to yet. Yeah. Steve, you were very you, well, you were quite familiar with kind of the bends and you had
1: a, an idea of how okay computer sort of sounded um yeah i wouldn't even say i was that familiar with the bends apart from the singles again like I, i've probably heard in rainbows more than well in the past you've more heard in rainbows those. from start to finish
0: and i, I know yeah. exactly when you've heard it from start to finish
1: but i can't remember it yeah yeah yeah, yeah.
0: but um, it goes like
1: this fifteen step. That is true. Yeah, (laughs)
4: yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Because you saw it in that Twilight movie. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Uh, But yeah, mainly like I was, I was planted in early on. Dunces. I guess you're both Radiohead Mm.
0: dunces. Yeah. Now you're on your way to becoming, uh, to be holding a master's degree in Mm. the study of Radiohead. What is your perception of them? now having how long have we been doing this when did we start april we'll Too call long. it call it six months we'll call it six months six months in what are you saying about radiohead
1: well i said they were a weird mysterious band and i knew i liked the rockiest stuff and i was nervous about well nothing's changed has it? right okay <laughs> i mean <laughs> but what but the difference is is i'm i'm more open to the weirder more experimental more electronic stuff i feel like because we've seen them play like a uh, live a whole bunch and learn in the context that they're much more of like a, I'm going to go into this a bit later maybe, but a more of a human band that just want to be like a band that want to be creative. So we like, have confirmed kind of... that they are made up of humans. Uh, and you didn't necessarily have I'm that still... perception going in or? Now I'm thinking they may be human. <laughs> okay, right. But but well, maybe are they might Yeah, dancing. They, yeah. Yeah. they are, <laughs> might be dancing. Um. My sign is vital. I feel like because we've seen them play, yeah, because we've seen them do all the electronic stuff live, that's more impressive to me. And so now when I go back to the album, I'm kind of a bit, I, I need a bigger uh, re, re go over like the Kid A's Amesiacs mm. is what. Um, so yeah, my perception of them hasn't really changed apart from the fact that maybe I uh, appreciate that kind of side of Radiohead a bit more already. And we're probably going to go into more of that maybe. I don't know.
0: Yeah, that's an interesting point. Do we? Yes and no.
1: Yes and
2: no, I'd say, yeah.
1: Yeah,
0: some hmm. of it gets weirder and some of it's way less
3: weird.
4: It's have well, a take
3: of what might come. But yeah. Okay, interesting. Who's Mike come? Okay, great.
4: Did I say that?
3: No, no, but it, might it, was, come. it was close enough. It was close yeah.
2: enough. Yeah. <laughs> uh, to be honest, yeah, similarly, not, not much has really changed for me, except I can actually put Songs to the to the to the hit to the story now. Like so you the reckon they're still you reckon they're overrated. The narrative of what Radiohead are the narrator, the mm-hmm. narrative yeah. of what Radiohead are, I still think is is accurate. It's just now I can actually like I when people are talking about Ok Computer being amazing, I've listened to it a bunch. Yeah,
1: yeah. yeah, yeah. Rather than I, you've just got a load of Radiohead songs you know, but you can't place them on an album. Now you can.
2: Yeah, but it's still very much the same sort of thing of like, yeah, they're amazing. But they're, people, people consider them to be God. You know, it's still I that same thing. I don't think that is
0: actually the case. <laughs>
2: that's
0: that's, that's such an interesting thing. That's because I feel like over the course of this season, right? So this is the most research that I've ever done on anything that we've done. You wrote an essay. I mean, yeah, you potentially. And,
2: Sorry, not an essay, <laughs> a full book.
0: <laughs> potentially more research than anything I've ever done in my life, let alone like just this podcast, are OK Computer Episodes probably my favourite things
2: that we've ever done. Were your but, notes for the OK Computer episodes longer than your dissertation?
0: Yeah, yeah, they were, by about 3,000 words. Uh, and it, <laughs> and it, it deepened and you my get love this for that for album. <laughs> I deepened my love for that, for that album. Um, and then researching Kid A, like like I never have before, was also very illuminating. But one thing, I th- I would like to think that we've done a good job of kind of navigating through what Steve kind of said, which is like, no they 're actually just humans making mm. some of the more interesting mainstream music and some of the more sort of culturally culturally relevant music in terms of when it comes out so I've never kind of had the perception because i 'm because I was in that world already i've never had the perception that, that oh these people are gods um, but then I suppose is is that how you feel about someone like like a band like the Beatles do you think they are held up as as kind yeah, of yeah goth- yeah yeah
2: similarly yeah. Right? it's 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 not that it's it's more that it is such an almost an easy choice when you're describing who's the best band ever do you know what I mean yeah yeah, yeah and yeah. it's not to say it's not without merit because there is a strong argument that the Beatles are the best band ever like right
0: and I would like to think that we've gone a decent way already to kind of making the argument that 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 perception of Radiohead is in some way earned like even if you don't like you know or enjoy OK Computer I think the things we touched on in terms of its cultural relevance and mm. the things that it was saying at, of, about the time that it was released at the time it was released I think you I think we've done a fairly I mean our podcast pretty broad you know you can't go into all the details obviously obviously we didn't go into very many details of OK Computer but I feel like we've done a fairly good job of trying to describe why that album is held aloft as as sort of one of the greatest albums of all time. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. Um, it's just
2: that it's
3: just that it, it, with a very particular type of audience, though, because people who are insanely into hip hop, Yeah, hop,
4: mm.
3: mm, are no matter how important that album was,
2: always gonna be like, yeah, but it's not for me
0: like oh no absolutely yeah and that and that comes down to personal taste but when you look at things like rate your music or whatever okay computer's just always at the top um yeah, but that is also
2: down da- oh, again down to part like kind of what the thing i said earlier about the hive mind with a particular of particular type fan. of audience yeah, with yeah, a type yeah. of music fan right? a music yeah. critics with an adam well.
4: glasspool
0: type yeah, yeah yeah but then with music critics as well i mean it's it's weird like we've covered kind of three albums in this season that all have the biggest reputation of any albums that we've covered so far. The Benz, OK Computer, and Kid A. Like, they all have those kind of titles that are kind of like the greatest albums of all time. And I'm guessing they somewhat did and didn't land that way with you guys. No, but
2: they are, um, like, all great albums. But yeah, I mean, that's the thing. Any album that someone says to you is going to be the greatest album of all time. If if I've not heard it already... Mm. Like, it's probably not going to then become one of my favourite albums ever, because I would have probably have already heard it if it, well, that's not necessarily true, because I'm the target audience for Radiohead, to an extent. Also, there's so many, there's so much stuff you
0: haven't heard. And the same goes for me, there's so much stuff I haven't heard. I don't know if my current favourite album is actually going to be my favourite album in 20 years. I might have heard so much, so much more Mm. music by that point.
2: Think how many more albums Foo Fighters could have released by then? Exactly, Fighters, Foo Fighters. Um,
1: If someone tells me that like this is one of the greatest albums of all time, like I, I then go in and give it much more. I'm like, oh, I get excited and kind of okay, cool. I need to listen to that, yeah. and maybe that does affect it positively for me, whereas maybe it might affect it negatively for you, Lucas. Do you think? So, if someone goes, "This is the greatest album. This is on. This is always in the top ten at greatest albums of all time." Rolling Stone. You need to listen to this. I'm I don't like, like the Rolling Stones. I'm probably going to enjoy this because I've been told this could. Uh
0: So I'm with you. I'm, I'm with you on that, Steve. I, I kind of like. I'm like, oh, I get to dig into yeah, something why? that has this oh, kind of course. legendary status or whatever. And yeah, then Luke, less uh, so for me,
2: because I'm much more prone to my personal tastes as opposed to the importance and the context and all that sort of thing, right? And but so,
0: also, I think you are also prone to a deep suspicion of being mm. consistently told that something is good.
2: The oh Peaky Blinders mind. effect. The Peaky yeah. Blinders effect.
0: Yeah, yeah. we talked about this on the OK Computer episode, I think. Um, yeah. yeah.
2: By the way, guys, I've been watching Peaky Blinders. It's really good. I think you should watch it. <laughs> it's well, really
1: cool. The slow-mo shots and they're smoking. They're really cool.
2: They wear these flat caps. <laughs>
1: and like... <laughs> what? Yeah, they're like caps, oh. but they're like oh.
0: flat, and they're like oh. wear oh. them, and they look mm. really cool. We, we are going to cool have though. to talk about Peaky Blinders at some point. Why? There's there's Radiohead adjacent crossover with Peaky oh, Blinders. My, there's a there's a Peaky Blinders music video that that we that we will probably have to cover and talk about.
1: Yeah, we really like the theme song. It's really cool that they wrote that specifically for Peaky Blinders. I Hate you. I just, I just what like is it? You. What is the theme song? Oh, it's so you. good. It's so it just, good. Just it, just it's like you. the green, the green hand. Man. The green left hand. The green
0: hand. Thing. Man. Or whatever it yeah. is, yeah. Shut yeah, yeah. the fuck up, Steve. Okay, you don't know what you're fucking talking about. Okay, you sound I,
1: like one of the characters from Peaky Blinders. Yeah,
0: by order <laughs> of the Peaky Blinders. Uh, do they are they Cockney? I thought it was in Birmingham. They're anyway, Birmingham.
2: right. Okay, <laughs> I don't,
1: I've never seen it. I'm, never the, seen right, I'm a right old Peaky Blinder. <laughs> yeah, don't don't they like?
2: Or aren't they all walking around going, "It's a naughty
0: bit of kit"? <laughs> I think they do. I'm sure they do. I'm sure they do. <laughs> the whoa. <laughs> <laughs> every time every episode because there's because there's three of those giant albums right and you can you're yeah. kind of aware of those giant albums going in i think the ben's less so right but everyone's had of okay computer and kid a was it was there a separation oh, interesting. what
2: to me is better the ben's and okay computers are the two big ones that yeah, I, I was like thinking well like, before going into radiohead they were the ones that i was like they're legendary
1: yeah, the Benz and OK Computer, like the the big and then Kid A is the one that's like, oh, it's a bit, oh, it's a bit off. Oh. So on all of you these know?
0: critics lists and all of these top whatever albums of however long, right, you are always guaranteed okay computer and kid A. And the Benz might be in there. Interesting. That's Just not yeah. what I expect. Yeah, okay, okay. Okay. Did, OK well, computer? So- even with that sort of, uh, Sorry. you know, d- did that separate those albums from the rest of the things? Was, was it difficult to have a more yeah. objective view of those albums? Or? Yeah, they definitely
2: like, and now we're going into it, it, because especially like personal context as well, you, you, there's these little sections, right? It was, those three are a little section that I'm aware of mm. as a legendary thing. And now we're about to go into like, quote unquote, modern Radiohead section. Right. Yes. So, and then Hail to the Thieves also there. The Hail to the Thieves the there too. Hail to the Thieves also there
1: somewhere in No Man's well, Land. Well,
2: no, but yeah.
0: this is the thing: is 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 they they oh, have and uh... also
2: no one remembered Amnesiac existed.
0: well No, that's exactly <laughs> what I was well, yeah. about to say. Is that <laughs> there's, these, the there's these three legendary albums, and it's been interesting for me in trying on this podcast to do the band some kind of justice it's interesting mm. the sheer relief that i feel when we're doing amnesiac or a held to the thief or something like that do you know what i mean like there's so much less Baggage. for me to get right there's, yeah, there's, yeah. there's so much yeah. oh, less yeah. scrutiny yeah. on what we're yeah. doing we've got in rainbows coming up and i am sweating uh, Actually, yeah, yeah, and, but but really then,
2: but then it's so much fun.
0: <laughs> but then it's King of Limbs, and I'm like, oh, okay, we could relax for Whoa,
3: the King oh, of yeah. Limbs, like,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but just to just to reflect on those albums, though, so like, just as a run, like the Ben's No okay Computer, amazing. I absolutely love those albums. I would probably say God I am. They're probably one of yeah two of my favorite albums ever currently. Yeah, um, Kid A was a struggle. I respected it, but. Didn't enjoy it nearly as much. But since the live episodes and the, I might be wrong, live album, I think it's worth a reconsider. Pablo Honey was a surprise. I liked it more than I expected. Okay. But it was still not... It's, it's their worst album, isn't it? Amnesia yeah. still feels like Kid A's younger brother. And Hail to the Thief feels like a middling, just very middling. So they, so therefore, straight away, like just in the summary there, you can see that those three albums stick out, even though... I just gave it another seven, kid. A. I'm still considering those three as a run of three. It's an insane you know? run of three,
0: really. It, like it, t- taking personal preference out of it, the having three hugely culturally impactful albums in a row is insane. It's it's a crazy thing to have happen in your career.
3: It's
2: interesting how this is, I was just thinking back to it. I mean, Billy, we can't really count the Billy season because it was 40 minutes long. Right. But how the, the, the Manic season had this like run as well, had like a bit of a run of like nowhere near to the extent. But there was right. like these albums that are
1: like. what well, where you got your Holy Bible. The Holy Bible. Everything, everything, must, everything go, must go. This is my and truth, then
2: so yeah. did Muse of the trilogy that are behind me on the wall every Second the lore, whoa
0: drones, the naughty every, bit <laughs> <simulation>. <laughs> <laughs>
2: well every
0: band has their imperial period right i think i think that's what really has like i think all great bands have that period where they're absolutely on it back to back albums the thing about muse and the thing about manic street preachers is they have those runs of three albums that are absolutely held up as their best albums but all three of these albums are held up as the best albums of all Ever. time. <laughs> yeah. Like they, like they perfected mm. the medium of music three times in a row. I don't really know uh, how you would how you do that. Having said that, right? I think did I came I would, in with I could do it. Yeah, I reckon we could knock a few out, Lucas. We could do two. We could do two. I don't know about three, but we could two, do two.
1: Two or two do you? That'll yeah, two will do. I yeah. could do
0: it. I could two write the it. lyrics. Um. It reaffirmed my love for OK Computer. I think that's my favourite one. I remember I was flip flopping between Kid A and OK Computer. Yeah, there is something about OK Computer—the vibe of that album, the the status of that album, and and how they achieved it. There is just sort of something hooks. about it. It's got
4: hooks as well.
0: That's the thing is—is it—is it does both that album, right? Yeah, you know, like exactly. the, the, the Benz is is kind of f- quite far in the. I don't know how to put it. Normal rock direction. Kid a is, yeah, kid A career. is further towards the um the the weirder, more experimental wobbly, side of the crib. The and then you've got a computer which is like dead in the middle. And I think that's why I love it. Um and then the other thing is is like my perception of Radiohead coming in, okay, was of these like towering artists, yeah, who are in like complete control of their craft. Like creating these perfect songs with like expert precision and like masterful taste instantly kind of going yes if i put an old 18th century synthesizer on this it will sound great and then that just instantly works perfectly um
2: and i've said this a couple of times my perception of them now is that they're quite shit they've been humanized a lot more by doing this Uh, yeah a learning like how tumultuous things can be behind the scenes how much they torture over things like a that's I mean that's a good thing because they get end up getting good results out of it, but it also shows that they don't just doesn't just come out like that like overnight. It does take a lot of faff and them being really unhappy. Yeah. And
1: also, just kind of putting stuff together and not really knowing, and so, maybe this, and then it's it's one of the best albums of all time. That's what it feels <laughs> right, like. It's exactly. Like, I guess this is what we want to do. They're just some dudes who want to play music and like diving into the context made me made them much less of a like that kind of mythical. Banned to me, and I think that's a good thing to make me appreciate them more because it feels like some guys has got together. They and it just happened to be one of the greatest albums of all time.
0: I mean, that's that's what makes them so good to me. Is kind of like I it it's half a joke and it's half a not a joke that I think they're shit. Like they they have very little idea of what they're doing or how they're doing it. It's like you said, they just sort of like go, I don't know what about this, and then and then like they're just sort of chasing that vibe. And when we've listened to say Muse and they've tried to emulate Synthwave. Sy- synthwave Yeah, exactly. Synthwave music. They have successfully emulated synth wave music. You can point to it and go, that's synthwave music. When we've listened to the manix, right, and they've wanted it to sound like Echo and the Bunnymen or Simple Minds or or even, even, even Yeah. Or even Wizard on their like Christmas song. Yeah. Uh you can point to those bits and go, yeah, they nailed it. They sound exactly like those bands. And Radiohead do exactly the same thing. They've talked about their process. They go into a song or an album trying to emulate music made by other people and they're just crap at it. They're shit yeah. at it. They just miss <laughs> and land somewhere else. And so they have kind of like no choice. But to almost completely, like, sound completely original at, at all times, um, and I think that is to do with the fact that all five members are coming from quite different places, and there's a lot of like friction, kind of like complementary friction in Radiohead, that obviously then comes out in uh, in in arguments and uh, and and all of that stuff and, and, and breaking up and getting back together and you know god knows what goes on in those studios when they when they're like there for months at a time um it sounds very difficult being in radiohead but that is a label that has followed them for ages and we mentioned it in the first episode radiohead you know all difficult band you know we talked about kid
2: a being difficult is it are they are radiohead difficult for for me they are but it's also been a a real like testament to the you get out of it what you put into it thing. Mm. This has been the season I've struggled the most with just literally just listening to the albums enough and thoroughly enough to get to like a take. A it takes me quite a while to come up with a take more than you guys. That's just me. But I've been like, oh, I need to listen to Kid A again. I've got to put. I need to put it on some more. Cause I and even though I'm, i I think it's good, I'm like oh, it's quite a lot of work, isn't it? Steady on, because I because I find it like more tiring. A, I find listening to like music that isn't familiar to me more like less pleasant than the yeah. others. Had this conversation with friend of the friend of the podcast Chris Tizard recently, where he was like, "Don't you just listen to new albums?" I was like, "No, I do when I have to for this fucking podcast, I stupidly do." But I was like, outside of that. Are you mental? I've already got to do one every few weeks. That's like, crazy. That's loads. Because I don't because it's because it's work to me, right? But it's, compared it's to- mental you're on a music podcast. <laughs> it's it's insane. It's, what were you thinking? It's so insane. Compared well, to um compared to like watching a movie or whatever, right? This, Which is like it's it's interesting, right? You said oh what what was I thinking, right?
0: I didn't know Lucas <laughs> was like this. I Because he's been in bands and like you have quite a base. But you have quite strong opinions yeah. on stuff, Lucas. And I don't want this to sound the wrong way. I had always assumed those opinions were quite considered. And it turns <laughs> out they're not. It turns out <laughs> they're done on like the most cursory of listens and just like nah, Knee not jerk. for me. Nah, whatever. But we said at the beginning of the season, my my prediction. Was Lucas will struggle with Radiohead, and we've talked in group chats, right? Like, and 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 you you made allusion to oh yeah, and like Adam said, Lucas has struggled
2: with Radiohead. Is that true? I don't think that that's necessarily true. By the time we get to recording the episode, I'm I've got it. I've got each album enough that I can go into the episode, and I've, I've got I think hopefully enough to say and enough opinions and enough familiarity that I can do this podcast, right? But. But it's taken me so much more to get there. Like some of these albums, in like four days before they were due to record, I'm like, I recognise the songs now. <laughs> I'm like, right, this is yeah. this one. Yeah, this one that goes, The flan in the face. The flan, flan in, the in the face. face. The flan, flan in, in the face. face. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, and it, But it takes me a long, because I think just the kind of music I generally listen to, Flan gen- in the
1: face, <laughs> generally listen
2: to, is is more catchy, easy to consume you know sort of music guys
0: this i find this so easy to consume
2: this is like nowhere near the most difficult band (laughs) that i listen to and it's nowhere near the most difficult
0: band you can listen to really you're a monster
2: yeah monster. 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 one day (laughs) you're gonna make me cover one of those bands it's going to be really hard work
0: um like i it's, it's interesting that though because I maybe it does come down to time but I did do some like work on on the stats right because here's the thing is is you have said like I've really struggled with Radiohead which is it's kind of an inherently negative thing to say right and and obviously you struggle with stuff that you're familiar you're unfamiliar with you've been unfamiliar with a broad swathe but then of But they're no we've one as so much far. as
4: with
2: Manix and with Billy but I think the difference is yes. they are catchy poppy rocky you know
4: mm. uh.
2: Like mm. and actually the Billy stuff that I, and actually the Billy stuff I Adam, didn't Adam's respond to and sorry. actually the Billy stuff that I didn't respond to as much was when she drones for three minutes with one thing <laughs> like I just did. Uh, whereas yeah. Manix largely right, like even if I didn't massively rate, uh, what's one of the ones that's like middling? I don't know. What's the it's second one most of your re- favourite Billy songs? Is what's not the not the my responsibility? Most, what's the second most recent album uh, by uh, Mannix?
0: Uh, Resistance is futile. Yeah, even though that
2: one, I was like, pretty like eh, it's not like, great, is it? I they're very memorable songs to on the international blue straight in. Give <laughs> <laughs> <Gave> it three <laughs> out of <laughs> ten, Lucas. Yeah, I know, but I recommend right like, you know because they're catchy because they're like a catchy rock pop rock band, aren't they? But th- th- this hits on something, and and this is the thing that I've done the stats around. Right, is that Adam is pointing?
0: Even though the the, the like, <laughs> even though that the the, the Manics have been uh, are as un were as. As unfamiliar to you as the first section of the Radiohead discography
2: that we've covered. More so, even. More so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I knew three Manix songs ever. A lot of these Radiohead songs, like, every album has had at least one song I knew, right? Right, exactly.
0: But you have been much more positive about Radiohead. Certainly album-wise. So, listen to this. With Billy, it's really easy. Five and a six was, was your scores for those, okay? So, right, kind of straight down the middle, okay? Manix, at the same point that we're at now, six albums into the career, right? we'd had 1 6 and 1 7 from you and the others were five and below and for radiohead we've had a 6 two sevens and an 8 so four and some lower ones yes but yeah, four yeah. of the six albums that we've covered so far have been above average or better
2: yeah, and that statistic
0: it- that statistic four albums at above average or better is exactly the same for you as the manics across their entire career they have 14 albums and 10 albums for you. You've scored at five or below. But we never say, oh, Lucas struggled with the Mannix.
2: No, because I don't, again, it's not, I'm not talking about struggling in terms of how much I enjoy the music. It's how much work I'm finding it to get into the music. Gotcha. It's the style of music, which is why it's testament to, you put the time in and hey, Kid A's pretty fucking great, in it? So it sounds like once you're in there, once
0: you've put the effort to get in there, you are enjoying the place yeah, I was that put, you're when in. I was putting, <laughs> when I was
2: putting together my partway top ten, I was like, These are some good songs right here. that's oh, there's some good songs. But it, but it takes me a lot longer to get there, right? Like Which I think we saw with the Manics as well,
0: to be fair, because we were talking about Lifeblood the other day and you were listening to the Lifeblood episode and you scored it a six out of ten. And that later mental. went to an eight out of ten. It's like and your, I, and it's I your favourite Manics album. And yeah.
2: to and to, you know, to to I think to to pull back the sleeve of the wizard's foreskin. Sure. We, I think, I have a, I think when the whole time we did Manix, I had the looming spectre of the fact that we knew we were going to do Muse next. Right. Well, okay. Along. Okay. And I think I, and I said this at the time, I was like, but I know that I still don't like this as much as I like my mediumist Muse album or even worst rated Muse album, you know? But do you think that was mostly down to familiarity then? Yeah, and I think now I've gotten... Oh. And also I've gotten more open with just going, you know what, even though Muse and my boys, this is a better album than Drones. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah, you can say that about I, most albums. I can, which I is, know, I'd love it. to know, I'd love to read
1: Uma Manic scores. I mean, gonna,
2: that would be good. That would be interesting. We'll see. Wow. Um,
1: I can offer up a different uh, perspective on all of that, is that Lucas is just softening in his old age. Oh, we're about, married. We're about two and a half years on. i got now married. I've softened up. I'm he started like enjoying
2: little, things. I'm a little soft, little man now. I You're just, a like,
1: soft-bodied
2: man. He says, like wearing literally a cloud. <laughs> yeah, you look <laughs> very, very, very big very,
0: very comfortable. Off-brand hoodie. Uh, it's on. It's actually on brand.
2: Amazon Prime brand.
4: Mm.
0: That's interesting. That like maybe maybe it is like purely down uh, to time. Um,
2: but without this podcast, I, without this podcast, I think if, if, well, our friend Chris Tizard is constantly recommending me music and I'm going, mate, I'm not going to listen to it. <laughs> right. <okay. laughs> that's so much work. The other day he sent a, an album to Steve and me and I went, give me one song. Tell me which song I should listen to off this album. And he goes, no, listen to the whole album. And I go, Absolutely not. I'm not going to do that. Give me the song that I should listen to and I'll probably give it a listen because it's so much work.
0: Oh, but that's not how, you know. That's not how you get to grips with 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 a piece of art, is it?
2: But it's almost it's almost a good thing that I'm doing this podcast because it means I am being forced to listen to some more music. Yeah. But, but just in really specific windows for ten months at a time.
0: Well, that's the vibe that we should we should go forward with this podcast with is just a, what can we subject Lucas to? Let's really push the limits <laughs> of, of what we can make Lucas listen. Kenny to. Kenny Loggins
2: season. Oh, push us to the limit. Push us to the
1: limits. Be a real loose season. Is that now. Kenny Loggins? I don't know. Is That's is Kenny Loggins, right? I think you're
3: thinking of Danger Zone. He did both. Did he do and both? He did. He did Footloose, right? Maybe. He and did he did that. And he did the other one. No, it's, it's, it's,
2: it's not Kenny Loggins. It's no, very. It's, okay. it's very. Uh, oh, it's Giorgio Giorgio Moroder. What's, what's the one Moroder. about what, the, Mor- <laughs> He's not from Middle Earth? <laughs> <laughs> now you say you laugh, Adam. Adam, you laugh on the Daft Punk album. Yeah. Random Access Memories. He says his own name. He pronounces it Mordor, like DJ Khaled. <laughs> DJ Khaled, did he do that? He shout it,
1: George yeah. Mordor. So oh, Frodo, it's,
0: it's on every Dark Punk track.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, I think I just, off the back of you, maybe finding it hard to, and it takes a bit longer. I think I just have, um, over the course of recording the podcast, um, is that I have learned to get into albums and dive into them and form an opinion quicker and I found it easier are they difficult I think yes and no Mm. but like some of the weirder stuff is harder to pick out the details and I found it easier to go in and pick out details and find stuff about it that I find interesting than I definitely did do before we even touched this podcast but like rather than just this song fucks and has a nice hook you have to like, dive deeper into the stuff like the lyrics or the song construction or even technically what was done to produce the song itself, you're saying no. Adam's not, doing you're... a
0: face. My my favourite thing about Radiohead is that that's the case some of the time.
1: Well, this is what I mean. So, yes, yeah. in that respect, you have to work a little. I'm sort of about the weirder stuff. Otherwise, I think they're incredibly accessible. Right. Um,
0: my favourite thing about them is that, is that they do both. If If someone came to yeah. you and said... Radiohead are just they just make boring rock music you could play them motion motion picture soundtrack or like the title track from Kid A or Pyramid Song and go no they don't and if someone came to you and said Radiohead are just pretentious and don't write proper songs you could play them Street Spirit like one of the most beautiful songs ever written and it's so straightforward you know
2: and that I think the thing that has made been the difference between whether I struggle and that well and we'll see when we get to my top 10 is my top 10 is very not album specific it's got a real range of albums Mm. because it's the ones off each album that really spoke to me, but I found that there's the stuff that I don't immediately go, that's amazing. I find it because they become, you know, it's either something really weird and drony or, well, yeah, normally something one of the
1: weirder ones, right? Although some of my picks are some of the weird songs, but like, but isn't that cool that like you even know that the albums are so different and up and down in terms of flipping between weird and accessible or whatever, is that your top 10 has most of the albums therefore you can pick and choose your radiohead oh mate my radiohead
2: playlist at the end of this is going to be lit oh so they, they just have some of the best the, songs the, it's the rock band the from sing. california in the 90s <laughs>
1: it's going to be lit it's just oh, it's going to be what mainly off the place in the sun or we, more of the grunger side tripping the light fantastic think you have more of that um, <laughs> shut up steve with
2: your I'm fucking,
1: neither of us have any idea. I just you could
2: be saying
4: no. I, I know
0: exactly what he's talking about because I because mm. because this is the thing is you call me a monster, right? But when ba- ba- back <laughs> back in the day, up. Ba- back in the day when Steve was like, oh, my favorite band is Lit, right? I listened. To I both think they were of, really good. <laughs> I, I listened to both of the, their albums that they had at the time, or you know, I, I listened to Tripping the Light Fantastic and. Uh, a place in the sun because I was like oh okay this you know Steve is you know begrudgingly I have to admit someone that I respect Um, and and I you know I think what people like or what people enjoy is a really good window into into the person that they're like. So I heard those two albums and instantly stopped respecting him, and it's been that way since we were Wait, like twelve.
2: <laughs> Adam, should I Adam, should I make you a playlist then of just like stuff I've of stuff I've listened to, stuff I've listened to in the last three months that wasn't for the podcast, and yeah. you can get an idea of what I am as a human being.
0: Yeah, what you are as a human being. He let the mask slip there, Steve. You can get yeah. an idea of what I am. Uh, so. <laughs> what I am
1: as a human being.
0: But you know, I am a monster. Um, you know, uh, we we've covered that on the podcast. I find a lot of the joy in music, uh, and in general, and and Radiohead comes from the contextual stuff. For Radiohead specifically, OK, computer, capturing like a mood of the time, the kind of the internet promotion hijinks of Kid A. Uh, Steve, you were talking about the live versions of the very non-live tracks, and that seems to have contributed. To you now, kind of reassessing those albums only a few weeks after we've listened to them, um, had, had, has the context of this season been more at play than it typically is?
1: Hundred percent for me. Yeah, I mean just just respecting those great albums of the Benz and Oaken Computer more just because of all the stuff around it and hearing more about it. Great. I mean they're already good, but great it's added to it. But the Kid A stuff, yeah. And then when we heard when we saw them play the, the Kid A stuff live, and and then then hearing them do even di- more different things, and I might be wrong. Um, it's Yeah, it's made me want to go back and have another go at it. And I would never have done that. I would have heard Kid A once and gone, not for me.
3: You right, know? yes. Which I think is so, actually
0: broadly what you did when I first sent you
2: a bunch of Radiohead stuff. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, 100%. Um, Whereas, unsurprisingly for me, uh, less, less so. I think the thing that's been more interesting to me has been, when he's talking about context, has been, like, what were they going for? Mm. So the fuck it, let's, let's throw it all out and do electronic music and not do what people expect of us, even though we've just become enormously successful off of doing it. Yeah. That stuff and
3: the, the sort of two albums from one place of Hell to the Thief and the other one. Amnesiac, um, and all that sort of—is those two? What they're recorded at the same time? Yeah. No. Held. Amnesiac and Kid Eight. Yeah. No. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> Not in that
2: order, but yeah. Um, well, there was no order, They're recorded at the same time. That's the thing. Yes, I'm going to oh. touch on that in a second. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that stuff is is more interesting, like seeing their development and that context. Similarly to if Manic
3: seen them go, oh, we're going to go like stadium rock instead of right. gloomy gloomcore. Um, gloomy gloomcore. That's less
2: so is like, what are they singing about, you know, issues of the time, all that sort of stuff. Because sure. as we know, less likely to respond to that sort of stuff.
0: Well, that's the difference between uh, enjoyment and appreciation. And I, but, I think, but I think we've had the ultimate, maybe we didn't make too much of it or, or enough of it at the time thinking about it. Um, I mean in, in general like knowing where a band is emotionally and spiritually for me always adds to my appreciation of an album but it adds to my appreciation of an album not necessarily my enjoyment of an album so what yeah. I'm not saying is an album simply having more context to it does not necessarily mean that I enjoy it more it just means that I appreciate it more A really good example of that is Rumours by Fleetwood Mac which has Mountains and mountains of both context and cocaine. Uh, And I don't (laughs) like that album, but I can appreciate the weird maze that that band is navigating through in order to get to what is held up as one of the best albums of all time. Oh, but it's Um, great as
1: well. And it's just... Every every song's great. It's it's fine. It's fine. Every song's Um, great. 10 out of 10. If we ever do Fleet with Mac, there you
0: go. The contextual stuff for Radiohead is so deep because their albums are really good at capturing the time that they were made. Both in terms of... Like socially, like in terms of the social scope, but also in terms of the band personally, you get a real good sense of where Tom York is as a result of his songwriting. And the best litmus test for that context, and I I, maybe we touched on this enough and maybe we didn't, you touched on it just now, Kid A and Amnesiac, right, in terms of the band's headspace, and in terms of reflecting the time in which they were written, are from exactly the same place. They, they didn't try and make two albums like the Mannix did with Futurology and Rewind, the film, and they were split mm. up later. And yet the context of the split, the, the packaging of those two albums, the running orders, makes them into two very different albums that we all responded differently to, you know? Yeah. Um, we, we all rated Amnesiac lower than Kid A, And that can only purely be down to the context of how they were released rather than how they were recorded. Um, Like, what if it had been the other way around? What if they'd just
2: released Amnesiac first? Is it that, though? Or is it that actually they put all their bangers on the first album and that Amnesiac is a a B-side collection?
0: Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. all, All the bangers on Kid A, like, fucking tree fingers when i say bangers um, i mean yeah, like
2: the great. strongest i mean the strongest track that was a mistake wasn't it that was a mistake right, wasn't it it was an absolutely insane thing to have done
0: it's interesting i don't know i often wonder would Amnesiac be the one that is like held aloft because it, it lives in the shadow of being the second album that amnesia has their pyramid change.
2: song on it well that's the thing yeah <laughs> and knives so album as well but when yeah. i when i then listen to amnesiac i only vaguely knew because you'd mentioned it that they were kind of recorded at the same time or anything but i didn't like they weren't a pair in my head when i listened to it It was only when we then talked about it that it was and i liked it less so i think there is also just a genuine quality difference there
0: yeah no i i think i think there is as well yeah but um but also you listened to them in that order if if you had heard amnesiac first and yeah. that was their big change into electronic music. Would you have appreciated that more because it was different to OK Computer? If it came straight after OK Computer, is your reaction to it different? Because part of your sort of, oh, the quality is less, part of that would have been like, they're kind of repeating some of the same tricks that they did on Kid A. Even if you don't know it's recorded together, I think that's apparent. It's interesting. Maybe I should have given you guys amnesia before Kid A. Maybe this should have been the first time that we just didn't do it in discography order just to see what fucking happened.
1: Maybe you did and we just forgot. Oh, amnesia. It's, it's amnesiac, an
2: amnesiac joke. It's good. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's good. Guys,
1: does context change how you appreciate music? <laughs> the think... thing with the <laughs> thing
2: with the live thing as well is I don't think it I mean it's a, it's been cool to watch, but to be honest, it hasn't changed much about my perception, because my perception was already there are a bunch of really fucking talented musicians. Yeah. And watching them live is confirming the fact that they're a bunch of really <laughs> yeah. fucking
1: talented musicians. It's just made me love Johnny Greenwood more. Yeah. Well, is the thing so I was talking about how, like, oh, actually, they're human. He's not. No, he's Johnny no, he's Greenwood's not, Greenwood. not human. No, he's, he's a weird a, alien. He's a robot alien. No, he's a dancer. Yeah, yeah. Um, okay. <laughs> yeah. My hand is no, Tom cold. York is dancer.
0: Um, he, yeah, he does his uh... famous silly dance. Yeah, we love the Tom York silly dance. Um <laughs> It's 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 interesting. Like you just said, you know, does context actually sort of like matter? The thing that one of the things I've enjoyed about this season the most, right, is I came into this like already having done the intellectualization of Radiohead. That's all that music fans do is they intellectualize Radiohead, and it's been really fun to go through their discography with the mind <laughs> intellectualize
4: them by yeah. having me on it. No, 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 no. no. <laughs>
0: de-intellectualized intellectual. is it is somewhat your influence maybe lucas like like just just listening for stuff that that just that just fucks like so much so much of the bends aside from being emotional and relevant and clever and influential which i do think it is a lot of it just sort of fucks um so that's sort of that's sort of changed a little bit and and also i always hear the boop in paranoid android now when tom goes boop i can't not boop. hear it so that's changed as well
4: for me
2: <laughs> um, there's what's... also three boops there's also three boops at the start
0: there is there is this, there's three boops and then one boop yeah <laughs> so we don't count all four it's not a group three of robot four. boops yeah and then boop um what has been like uh surprising
1: for you the comedy
0: Right, the sketches,
4: the comedy, the
1: sketches, sketches. the sketch show. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the sketches. I actually, I, actually,
0: I actually, do think it's worth mentioning that, that some people would find it quite surprising if you if you told them that Radiohead can be a funny band. You know, yeah, because you, yeah, definitely. You yeah.
1: say Radiohead, and people who aren't as clever and uh, good looking as we are would yeah. probably say, "Oh, they're depressing." Yeah, the miserable. miserable, miserable,
0: miserable, uh, really
2: miserable. Or take themselves very seriously. Wish they I, do but also I've, they I've do found, this
0: yeah i've i found neither to be the case actually, putting it all in order, and I should say that I'm quite au fait with radiohead i like I know a lot of a lot of radiohead trivia, but I've never really gone through like I've read one of their b- a biography on them like once, and that was when I was like sixteen seventeen or something like that um but now. Like, this is the first time I'm going through everything sort of in order. Yeah, and it is interesting. it's interesting to see the ebbs and flows and, like, you can see where they've lightened up. Like, they've just started to lighten up and we're going to get a very light radio head towards the, towards the second half of this podcast.
1: start seeing Tom smile, it's nice.
4: You're like, yeah, oh, a, great.
1: A marked change, yeah. On stage. And that, that's another thing that's surprising is just, yeah, I said it before earlier on, is that how they work the songs into the live sets and how, how they make those songs work. That, so that was surprising mm. um, because it would have been so easy just to hit a drum machine, press play, yeah, and, oh, then, do, oh, yeah. and then do some bits over it. Do, do, do Idiotech
0: all on playback. Yeah. Tom, Tom sings over it. Billie Eilish concert sort of thing. Done. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It would have been very easy to do that. But they're a band that don't like to make things very
2: easy on themselves. Or <laughs> their listeners. Or their listeners, yeah. The, exactly. um, the, the thing that's been surprising to me, I mean, the jump. The, the the jump from rock music wasn't surprising because I knew that was a thing they did, was like, yeah. throw it all out the window. I didn't expect it to happen so soon. Mm. I thought there was more career before that. Right, yeah. But the other thing was just um, politics in lyrics and stuff. Yeah. Interesting. I don't know what I expected, but I didn't expect them to be political. mm I also didn't necessarily expect them to be like personal because I think of them as robot men or thin yeah. at least. So I don't know what I expected to be oh, absolutely interesting. honest in terms of lyrics, but I didn't expect like, you know. Tom to write
1: a song without his son or... Or, or more the political side of like, I don't know. I mean personal in terms that, of that. That, but, is, yeah. that is maybe...
0: Yeah why we've we've had discussions about how like oh then you know Muse don't they're not really that Radiohead-esque anymore but they have that aspect of they're both kind of quite political bands in in some ways yeah
2: just muse a farmer on the nose yeah
0: yeah yeah there's that there's that but also you are sort of right because we've we've done political Radiohead now pretty much like the net, like we're pretty much done with 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 that um and it's interesting to me that you're like, you were like that you didn't think they'd go personal because that's one of the things that Radiohead are, are very famous for, is writing very emotional and emotionally relatable sort of songs, I suppose. Um, and it's interesting, like, I, I, do, I do agree with, with what you're saying. Like, you weren't expecting the, the switch in genres to be so soon. The ground they cover in the period that we've covered so far, it's only 10 years. From, from Pablo Honey to The Hail to the Thief is 10 years. And that is through the Benz, OK Computer, and 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 Kid A. You know, yeah. I mean,
2: the ground they cover just from Pablo Honey,
3: the Benz, Kid A, Amnesiac, sorry, OK Computer, Kid A, yeah, is mental. That's seven years. Yeah, it's four albums
2: of just like four entirely different things.
0: That's basically. that's crazy. That is it's it's crazy. I, it's crazy, crazy girl. girls. It's crazy. Um. Here's, here's, here's something for me, and I don't think I would have noticed this if we hadn't done this podcast, right Something's been really surprising for me uh and I'm familiar with both of these bands to like you know quite a quite a large degree. The proximity to the manix right so although from the same time period you think of them as quite different bands, I think would you agree with that but? They're from exactly the same period. Like, their debut albums are within a year of each other. And I know, that's crazy. And, and they're both bands that pull from the political climate, I, th- I think, in very intelligent ways. So, th- so they're pulling from the same things a lot of the time. And we've caught little moments where Radiohead have taken inspiration from the Manics. Uh, of all places like we were talking on OK computer how tom looked to manic street preachers and wanted to write lyrics that were more like manic street preachers we've seen them cover if you tolerate this uh the way they talk about politics and social issues is 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 quite similar and in the manic season then obviously we we talked about the the influence that OK computer had on this is my truth tell me yours um a little bit But the really interesting connective tissue for me, and I love shit like this, right, is that they both release debut albums that are very kind of in thrall to their influences and very kind of of their time in some ways, Pablo Honey and Generation Terrorists. But they both have huge hits on them, Creep and Motorcycle Emptiness, that sort of transcend those albums in some ways. Then they both follow it up with confident albums that are 100% rock music, right? God Against the Soul and The Bends. Radiohead, obviously, with perhaps a bit more success than Manic Street Preachers there. <laughs> and then there's the third album. Both of The Holy Bible and OK Computer come with, like, weight. They come with particular vibes. They come with a set of expectations, as some of the best albums ever made. They have particular ambiances they both have reputations of pushing rock music and the bands that made them like to more interesting places. They both feature predominantly white-coloured covers. Uh, and they both tackle political, social and personal issues written by somebody with mental health problems. And then after the third album, both bands experience some kind of disaster. The Mannix lose their best friend and their primary lyric writer, Richie, who just vanishes and Tom York suffers a complete mental breakdown. And both bands have to change their, their musical style and the way that they write songs and the way that they work on music for their fourth albums, uh, Kid A and Everything Must Go. Uh, and then they spend a good deal of their subsequent career reckoning with, through their music, that one traumatic experience that happened around their third albums. Everything Must Go, This Is My Truth, Tell Me Yours, Lifeblood, they all deal with Richie and the space that he left behind. Kid A, Amnesiac, Held of the Thief, they all deal with the fallout of that period for Tom after OK Computer. And it's interesting to see the the kind of marrying of of the two careers in that way,
2: I think. And it's just interesting, though, how how different directions those fourth albums go. In terms of when you compare Kid A to Everything Must Go. Kid A goes like, fuck... I, I don't care if we're gonna get less popular or gonna like
1: alienate listeners here. Whereas Mannix went stadiums, please.
2: Yeah, exactly. Yeah,
1: but yeah, then, yeah. yeah I always I always see Kid A and Know Your Enemy as similar. But I I know which tra- trajectory you were going on there. Um, but that yeah that kind of tear it up. Don't care what anyone thinks. We're gonna do this. I've always I, and they and they're both red albums yeah. So.
4: Yeah.
0: yeah kind of i don't yeah. see kid a as red at all i
1: see i see ok computer and the bends is blue that's crazy uh, ok computer is white you actually is OK shiny yep, it's shiny and white and glass white. Is... blue those are blue everything must go is also and kid a and amnesiac are red Everything right. must go as blue. How do the thief is? That's because the album's cover is blue. <laughs> yeah, I though. I think everything must go as blue <laughs> as well, yeah.
2: And guess what? This is my truth, white, because the front cover's quite white. That that's blue to me as well. That's blue, yeah. Those are names. blue. It's it's, it's it's like a Pablo so, is yellow. I was about to say it's like an ocean. <laughs> I was about to say it's like a it's like the froth by the you know, the, on the shore, but isn't the
1: album up are obviously <laughs> so so Very be literal, really literal. Yeah, yeah, very and, literal. An ocean ocean spray is on a different album. That's something you're what have you found most challenging so far? Uh, my own brain. What? Yeah, same, yeah, same. Constantly trying to come up with bits. No, um, right, okay. <laughs> no, Jen, no. That wasn't actually my notes. Whereas Lucas might be uh, his own brain. Uh, what's challenging? Just the, yeah, like I said before, the weirder stuff. Like I'm having to dive deeper rather than just surface level stuff, and I've found that quite challenging. But I feel like like having to do that. Um, with the space and time that we have, the albums has really opened my mind. And again, I am starting to listen to music a lot differently. And I'm really, because where I am finding it more to dive into with these albums, like with, especially with the last run, um, I'm finding I can get to the, the core of a, an album and, a, and form an opinion and have something to say about it a lot quicker. Mm. So although I found it challenging, I found that a good thing for me. You know, mm. 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 that's mm. very interesting. Lucas, what, what,
0: what have you found most challenging? Just, just what we were saying about. I mean, I think basically we've already covered yeah, it. Yeah, right? getting it's, into it's, it.
2: It's getting into the songs because they're just harder. They're, bari- they're They're harder to crack. Oh, they're so mm. hard. I love how. Apart hard Apart from like right some like obvious ones, right? Like, like so there's some hard obvious, for Like you. two plus two equals five. Immediately, I was like, "Well, that's a great song." I love how hard the songs are for me.
1: Are oh, they so hard for Lucas right now?
0: I'm interested in something <laughs> that we touched on in the Hell of the Thief episodes, right? Oh, the on. notion that Radiohead are marked down a little bit more than other bands because you're expecting from them something exceptional and are maybe disappointed when they're merely great.
2: Yeah. yeah, that is or definitely something good. that's happened. I've got There's been songs that I've gone, oh, they're good songs, but meh, meh. This is the thing. Whereas yeah, in previous seasons, I'd lot, go when previous songs, I would go, no, meh, this song is meh, and the good songs are like, oh yeah, this is one of the good ones. Yeah. Whereas instead, it's like it's a good song, but whatever. I don't. I don't. It's care. only great. It's only it's not good. exceptional. It's only <laughs> yes. good.
0: Well, that is, that is something that is actually held. Of the thief is quite emblematic for that, right? And I'm gonna, yeah, I'm gonna yeah. pick, we'll pick on you bonus. again, yeah. uh, Lucas. Love picking. You me. said pick me, Daddy. Not a <laughs> single track that you disliked right, on mm. that album, and some of them on that album are great, and yet six out of ten, right? Which is, is at odds with how we have typically talked about the way that you score albums, right? Like, the idea of, like, it's it's good song to bad song ratio, ratio. for you a lot yeah. of the time. Right, yeah, 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 yeah exactly.
2: So, but that, that that doesn't hold up. It means I've also been sucked into the, like, putting radio on a pedestal thing. Yeah. It seems like, unavoidable, right? Yeah. Yeah.
3: It, Weird. Why? we even
2: though we were completely aware of it and talked about it in like the first episode, I've still been sucked into it.
0: Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Strange. A strange phenomenon. And, and are there, are there other bands like that? There, I guess the Beatles. Yeah. I was thinking of this, right? The Beatles got knocked out of our bracket as we all know. Um but I was thinking, like, if, if we did a Beatles season, right, I genuinely, I don't, I don't know if there's a Beatles album that I'd give above an 8 out of 10. Even though they yeah, you just I assume, like, oh, Beatles, straight 10s all the way through. I, I don't think, think they I'd, have a, a, a perfect
2: album, a great album. I think great Abbey album. Road or Sergeant Pepper could get, like, nines from me. Have you heard Sergeant Pepper recently? Yes, I don't know if it's great. It's not, it's not all it's that. It's great. I'd, I'd probably I give listen, it a I've listened
0: to it within the last month. I'd probably give it a seven, Lucas. I reckon that's why I would give <laughs> it a seven. I reckon there's a good chance to give it a nine. Weird, isn't it? That's weird. Know. It's weird. Um, the band Radiohead, though, that we're, mm. that we're you know, contractually obliged to talk about every hour of every day.
1: Uh, which mm. is, What contract are you talking about when you say this? Interestingly, that's what I was doing before all. we were contractually obliged.
0: <laughs> <Yeah>. um, <laughs> we're We're... Six albums in, we're at 2003, although we've kind of She's covered like some of the context up to 2005. Lucas, you know the answers to these already, so I guess these are kind of aimed at Steve. Where do you hope they go from here, and where do you think they'll actually go from here?
2: Where do we go from here? I was going to do it. Oh, God. Uh,
1: I don't have a filter. Um, <laughs> <laughs> where do I hope they go? Look, I, love, I love Melody, and I like Hooks. Mm. So I hope I, I'm hoping for songs that are nicer and more fun. Mm. I have a feeling in rainbows is that I'm, I I sort of remember it a bit, but I'm happy with weird. Like, give yeah. me a nice hook over like a weird time signature. And I, I am yours At of pyramid song, for instance, F- for sure. Mm-hmm. Or, or Or even more fun. I want more fun than that. Maybe. I don't know. More upbeat. I don't know. Like I think so you'd, like,
0: you'd like something and lighter and more upbeat from
1: Radiohead. Yeah. And what what do you think we'll actually get, Steve? <laughs> what do I actually think we get? I think well so. I've heard very little after Ray- uh, Rainbows, but I also don't remember. I think they go. I think they go back to more electronic. Hmm. Uh, personally, I think they got their hail to the thief out of the system. And it, interesting. yeah, that was fun for a bit. Let's do a bit more. So I, I genuinely think it will be a bit more accessible, but electronic, back to electronic and accessible again. Interesting.
2: I actually, surprisingly, I was thinking about this the other day. I know I like it. I know I really enjoyed it. I'm sure after a listen or two, it will ref, refresh my memory. But I'm, I'm, I really can't remember much of a shape ball.
1: Yeah. Off the top of my head. Oh, I forgot about King of Limbs. That's in there. I've King never of heard Limbs that. is in there, in the middle.
0: Yeah, um, yeah. I mean, Jake Paul, you've, you've, you know, you've, you've said on, on this podcast, "Oh, great album, great album." I
2: listened to it like day one.
0: Like, I got it every time. On it. You've said, "Oh, great album." I've been mildly
2: surprised that you think that's a great album. I'm, I'm, I, I, I and I can't remember. I remember that I did think it was great, but I mm. actually can't remember a huge amount of it. But like I say, I think it will only take a couple of listens, and I'll be like, "Yeah." Do, yeah, you, yeah. Me- do you remember King of Limbs very much, or? King of Limbs I remember not
0: being as hot on,
4: yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and that probably tells you something about
1: what kind of music it is, maybe, Steve. (laughs) I I don't know. Mm, I don't know if you can discern. King of
2: Limbs is is a trap album. That's what's weird about it. It might
1: be. (laughs) I've seen the album artwork and I imagine Durge, that's a brown album, it's dirty. Yeah, well, it's creepy and spooky, and lots of mm. woods and ghosts. It's and, so and ghosts. There's ghosts on the cover. Very, you know, very difficult episode for Adam. Then, I,
0: yeah. Well, I'll be doing the whole episode with my eyes closed. Um, yeah, Adam's
1: already covering them up now.
0: Let's 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 bring this home. Let's bring this home. What what have you guys enjoyed the most about the last
1: ten years of Radiohead? Not the documentaries they've made. <laughs> okay. Oh. So when he, oh God, even you made, what have you enjoyed He made it most? negative. You made it into a <laughs> negative. I'll tell you what, <laughs> I haven't enjoyed. <laughs> the
2: gloomy documentary and then the weird fucking TV show. But what, what, you yeah, yeah, but what have you enjoyed the most? Do- do- I answered, Steve, I answered not that. I said docu- not the documentary. No, it's not. I'm I don't understand it. it's the, the difference. I don't understand the difference. <laughs>
1: what do you love about your wife? I'll tell you what, I fucking hate about her. <laughs> um... I've most enjoyed.
2: Oh no, I can't say that. It's really lazy. No, go on. The really good songs. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, great, yeah. Steve. Steve, what yeah. have you enjoyed?
4: <laughs>
1: uh, let me just take um,
4: <laughs> the really good songs
2: I've got here. Also, Steve, I know a tangent entirely, but I just was thinking a minute ago, and I, 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 I just had like a really sudden rush of anger because i remembered that you've reached two year year two of stardew valley and that i don't know anything about your farm
4: <laughs> that's insane <laughs> uh, anger.
2: i'll give you, you a full were, breakdown scene exactly what i've achieved anger. Yeah. like just just i'll give just, you like, a report just like facetime me and just like walk me around your farm That's <laughs> no, yeah, you i'm not. gonna do you it you know
0: what you should do steve right is just yeah. stream no, no one actually you don't have we don't have to see your face you don't have to talk i would watch you just just a stream of you playing stardew valley that would be pretty the
2: only game i've been able to just sit and watch someone idly play i i watch a lot of like let's plays where it's like yeah. edited they get the interesting bits but they cut out all the bollocks yeah stardew is the only game where i've watched lengthy sessions of someone just playing the game
0: just do that steve just stream and then lucas can just have that on
2: while he's yeah. working and stuff and then i can and then i can text you well clearly not
1: steve and then i can text
2: you every now and then and just be like oh nice I've gone part my
1: bedtime to play it. Uh, What have I enjoyed the most so far? What have you enjoyed most of our our playing Stardew Valley? (laughs) I'll tell you what I've enjoyed. Um, Honestly, like giving Radiohead a considered listen. Right, you know, like the season. No, but the seasons forced me to go into a okay, deep dive. On so it. Luke Lucas has enjoyed <laughs> yeah. oh, the good on. songs, <laughs> and you've enjoyed listening to <laughs> listening to, them. to Radiohead. <laughs> it's it's given me a reason to sort of go deep in a huge band that I've never really given a proper chance because they're just, <laughs> oh, just Radiohead. So yep. I get to listen to all the so like it's it's nice to learn so much about this band that I didn't know much before, and like finding favorite songs like in between all the big songs, being like I've never heard this song before, and now it's one of my favorites. That that's really exciting. That's cool. To find that is cool, little yeah. ones I've never heard before, I know they're they're better than you no know, surprises. For example, you know, like yeah,
0: so that that I like I you know I don't know if this is a cop out answer as well or not, but the thing I've enjoyed most uh, is is watching Steve get stuck in. Like, yeah. with all the analytical shit and, get, and watching you, like, discover OK Computer and then watching you react to Kid A has been very, very fun for me. Getting stuck in. Yeah, it's like, yeah. <laughs> Windmilling into Radiohead. Yeah, with the keys between your knuckles. Yeah. yeah absolutely. <laughs> all right, guys. Look, what's your favourite Radiohead album? I'll tell you what's my worst. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: Uh it's genu I'm genuinely torn between the Benz and OK Computer. Yeah, well it's, it's, okay
0: computer. it's okay computer. Well I'm not sure. You've ranked OK Computer higher
1: than I know I have, but yeah. I'm still,
2: still oh, bad. Interesting. Interesting. Sorry. Sorry guys, I'm just I'm just adjusting my top ten, like live as we just okay. <laughs> <right. laughs> uh, okay computer, obviously. Yeah, uh, same. It's the yeah, most it's consistent. Okay I mean like I say, they've all got absolute hot badges,
3: but it's the most consistent of them. Yeah, absolutely. Um Who's your favourite member of Radiohead? Johnny. Johnny.
0: Oh! O- o- on
1: on mensch, Ed. Yeah, okay. Like, Johnny okay. is just an enigma. Johnny, like, we said he's a robot alien. He is. He's him. a
0: mysterious human being. Well, maybe not even a human being.
1: Exa- exactly. Yeah, but yeah, Ed is just, him. Ed's just great as well. well Ed's Ed is, just is such a human life. being. Yeah, I, he is. I they're think, like total opposites, and they're opposite think, sides of the stage. I think
2: Ed has just been because become the Sean Moore of this season, where he's just a meme no what well, so actually is steve why actually is it about ed that you like more is it just the fact that he
1: he's, he's a normal the, man he's the one he's in radio me- he's the one we've memed <laughs> he's like the one that he's like the lens he's like how i don't know he's like if you look at them on stage it's like the evolution of man like you've got ed <laughs> and then you go through tom tom's to get to johnny well. tom's, yeah. at tom's at the the there, i guess and Tom's then he's at get the bottom Johnny. as the little goblin. Johnny's no, at the top because no. he's like In translated into like, like part robot. In terms of like intellectually musical, like you kind right. of see the. Yeah. Oh, You're that's doing Ed, Ed on his service. knees playing a solo. You go through Tom, and then Johnny's like on his. Television, all,
0: all, all the stuff I and like, then sure. colin's
1: there too, and Collins there. there.
0: Yeah. uh All, all uh, the, the thing I love about Ed is his Instagram posts where he's like, "I feel blessed to be lying down in this river on the summer solstice and stuff like that." I fucking love yeah. that shit. <laughs> and he always ends all
1: of his posts with like the prayer hands and a heart. Prayer hands, ah, oh, prayer hands. Incredible. Which recently I saw someone describing it as a high five. It's a high five. It is it's a not. high five. It's-
4: is it? Yeah, yeah.
1: But it's been co-opted to mean the prayer.
2: Has. Is it? It
4: yeah. has, yeah.
1: If we get yeah. my phone to read it out,
2: <laughs> what? What? Oh, if you get it to like If you get your phone to read the the, the text, yeah. Oh.
0: Really? What? what? It reads emojis. Yeah. yeah,
2: my phone does that. If I like get Siri to read a text, it will say Adam Glasspool said. I don't know why it's American. It would say aubergine, like, and then aubergine like, water 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 say, rolling on the floor <laughs> laughing emoji. Oh, which right, is one okay. Adam is obviously known for oh, using. How do I get it to speak? It doesn't uh, matter. I
0: <laughs> I've got one. Um, I've got one question left for you guys before we move on to a series of other questions. Um, what is? Do you, do you do you have a favorite aspect of Radiohead's career that isn't their music or part of yes. their music? Yes. Excellent. Good. And Lucas. Uh, hmm. Okay. Interesting. Right. We'll move <laughs> on. Oh no! Wait. What are they? What are they, guys? <laughs>
2: Honk! Huh? Okay, so it's honk for Steve. Oh, that's <laughs> not... that Anything to do with that show is not for me. Okay. Uh, I guess, for me, it would be, like, the live... A, just the fucking work they put into it, mm. all the live stuff, and also the fact that their set lists are an absolute abomination. What do you mean by abomination? Well, no, I just mean the fact that they're so not um, pandering.
3: Right, oh... T- As someone t- t- whose favourite band
2: is known for... Very steady set lists, of well, very predictable hits with, yeah, you get, your, you get your rarities, but they're in this particular slot and they'll cycle a couple of them out. Radiohead, it's just like, rot, like get a bag of marbles, chuck them out, and then they're the songs you're getting played that night.
0: That is true. That is something that I love about their live sets. But I'm going to date this the recording of this episode a little bit. Last night, Muse played in LA as part of their theatre tour. Did you see the set list?
2: No.
1: No.
0: Do you, do you want mild spoilers? While you're getting upset, I'm going to try, is, is, try, is, try is, playing is, something. Hold is, on. is this
2: part of the official, is this the first date of the, no, this is this little mini theatre tour they're doing, They're doing, doing a theatre tour, yeah. So this won't necessarily be reflective of what they play on their stadium no. tour. Why do you touch uh, that?
1: Just, let me just press this. Folded Hands folded hands folded hands folded oh so that would imply hands. that would imply it
2: is a praying emoji then do you but have salad fingers as your, <laughs> as your i
1: like text folded to speak. hands <laughs> um folded yeah, hands yeah that's,
2: that's that's not it's not like a what? ridiculous play it is quite good it's, it's not the, what's doesn't, what's have bad. Plug, bad. doesn't have plug it doesn't have plug in <laughs> baby they've they've dropped wow. plug in yeah, baby the, 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 the omission of plug in baby and uprising yeah. is the, the notable thing no, the, the, the cu- no the madness. the cup the cup there that's fine the couple of rarities are Assassin, that's that's not super rare these days. Minimum. Minimum's mental. Yeah. Space Dementia. Uh,
0: space instead Dementia. Of, instead of Uprising is, is great. Yeah,
2: Space Dementia's great. I mean, I saw that recently, I think. Oh, I, maybe? Yeah, maybe, maybe, maybe. Not much for the new album still, but I guess it's not necessarily the album tour. Well, it is,
0: though, isn't it? It's the Will of the People sort we theatre. F-
2: then where is We Are Fucking Fuck? They realised it was bad. I think on the on the actual talk, because this bear in mind this is also only a sixteen track. Did they uh,
0: close with No, it's a really quickly. Yeah, that's <laughs> like, okay, cool. <laughs> lovely.
1: <laughs> that's how my radio had top ten finishes.
0: <laughs> Nights. Anyway, yeah. we're not here to talk about Muse. Lucas put the set list away. Put it down. Stop, Stop staring, staring at it. At it. <laughs> Stop staring at He's it He's kind lovingly. of staring at no. it with a
1: half smile like yeah, people do when like, they're pissed and they're looking at the campfire. At but, a, I'm, all,
2: pissed. I'm pissed. I'm pissed. I had a beer at lunch.
0: Almost oh, like a God, knowing yeah. smile. He was looking at it like, mm. yeah. Yeah. Anyway, well, I've
2: got tickets to see him next year, and you guys decided not to come because you're not good friends. Didn't so much decide not to come as I uh, will
0: be at a festival at the time of that. I could have to be... come to Plymouth. Have a broad no interest in it. Going <laughs> holiday. <laughs> um, no, <it's... laughs> not you,
2: fucking I you? uh, yeah, No, you're back by the time the Plymouth day no. happens, mate.
0: Yeah. 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 We've done a lot of context. We've done a lot of storytelling. We've done a lot of listening to music and albums to do with Radiohead over the last six months. Hopefully you've been listening to me because we're going to see how much you've learned with a fun little quiz. I okay? oh, no. So similar um, to the bam, very bam, first... Bam, 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 bam. <laughs> Okay, nice. I love that. Uh, so similar to the very first episode of this season, these are the frequently asked questions that are generated by Google. But <laughs> but I've answered them. I've I've got the answers based on my huge Radiohead knowledge, which hopefully mm. by this point of the season, you have all...
2: Isn't this just ripping off Wired? Don't they do that? I don't know. Celebrities answer the most asked questions on. Google oh, okay. Search. Do they? Okay. All okay. right. Well, is okay. a
1: celebrity, so yeah. Know. Maybe, maybe
0: it's maybe it's something like that. Yeah, but that's auto search. This is the frequently asked questions like section. Um, oh yeah. We'll. Um, there's ten questions. We'll buzz in, I suppose, by saying your name, Steve. You would say Steve Lucas. You mm. would say egg. Okay. Lucas <laughs> Scott with egg. Um, yeah. Okay. <laughs> uh, if if you get it wrong, <laughs> if you get it wrong, you will pass it. Uh, you know, the other person gets a chance. You okay. only get one go. You get one okay. you get office office go. you to not have an office,
2: a Caliban situation. That's right.
0: That's right. Here we go. Question one. When did Radiohead break up? Steve, 2020. Yep. Okay, interesting. That's not Egg. right. Lucas, do you want to have a go? You don't need to buzz. You don't need to buzz when I'm passing Egg. it to you. Okay, fine. <laughs> <laughs> they haven't. Okay, well, no, the answer is, of course, every time they try and make an album, uh, they break up. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> okay, number two. What is Radiohead' biggest hit?
3: Egg. Steve. Yeah, okay, uh-huh. Lucas. It's egg. Uh, creep. That's not right. Steve, chance to steal. Egg. Okay, you, you don't need confused. to say egg. You don't need to say egg. Is oh.
1: you, or are
0: you answering egg? What, what are you saying?
1: I'm filibustering. Okay, so you
0: don't
1: know. Uh, uh, yep. Oh, um, well, uh, Just. No. Uh, no surprises. Now you can only get one guess. You only right get now. one guess. You only get Egg. one guess.
0: But the answer is Paranoid Android. At six and a half minutes, it's by far their biggest song.
2: Oh, for oh, my sake. God. Okay. <laughs> uh, are these the- songs longer than six and a half minutes?
0: Uh, yeah, but this one was a hit. It's their biggest hit. Oh, okay. Uh, Which
3: Radiohead song was actually about creep? Oh, I forget. Eggs, Lucas. Everyone can play
2: guitar. Okay, not even the name of a Radiohead song.
3: What's the song called?
0: Anyone can play guitar, <laughs> Steve, Steve. You've got a chance to steal here. Which Radiohead song was actually about creep? That's going to bug me so much. I don't remember. Okay, the answer is, of course, creep. Number four. <laughs> no, come how? On. How did number four? How did Tom York lose
2: his eye? <laughs> egg <laughs> okay he got into a fight with a larger feral
1: wild animal
0: interesting not correct steve you you, you steve, can steal yeah, here. yeah. Uh,
1: he doesn't have the letter i in his name
0: ah uh, that's a good answer neither a correct the correct answer uh. to how did tommy lose his eye is he just forgot where it was
4: <laughs>
3: yeah. number 5 is radiohead a good band steve yeah yeah that's not correct, Lucas. Oh, yeah, egg. You don't need to buzz in <laughs> if I'm passing it to you, mate. <laughs>
0: Always the same. Always the same. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Go through the options. Somewhat, very much so. Ah, no. The answer is no. Not a good band. Oh, no, number oh, six. Oh, what, what style of music is Radiohead?
3: Egg. Yes, Lucas. Alternative rock. Okay, that's not correct, Steve. We've talked about this a lot. Come on jazz no
0: it's depressing it's a depressing style <laughs> yeah, of music can't
1: help but feel this is
0: number seven <laughs> our Radiohead touring in 2022
3: steve go on steve yes that's not correct lucas would you like to steal egg yeah you do, again you it, don't even in buzz the, <laughs> in the
0: form
2: of the smile
0: Ah, That's not correct. I've got written here, you never know, there's still a few weeks of 2022 left. We might just get a surprise Radiohead tour. You never know. Uh, Number eight. Your definition of few is very different to mine. Number, yeah, but this comes out a number of weeks after we're recording it. it Uh, uh, Number eight. Let's really think here about the deep dive stuff that we've done.
4: Where Mm. does
3: true love wait? Steve. Yep. I might be wrong but go on what's your answer egg okay he's got confused again we're going to ah. go to lucas because he got a chance to steal where does true love wait uh
0: in a moon shaped pool ah it's wrong the answer is in the demo folder for 20 years crazy <laughs> uh number 9 what's the recipe for a really good mouse
1: <laughs> steve steve uh Put him in a pot, squash his head, and put him in a pot. That's correct, Uh, Steve. With with Steve
3: with one (laughs) point,
0: Steve with the first point in the quiz. Excellent. Last question, Uh, Lucas here with a chance to equalise if he can buzz quick enough. (laughs) Question number ten: For which film was exit music for a film written? Oh,
3: Steve. Egg. Okay, (laughs) Lucas and Juliet. That's. Not correct. <gasps> Egg, uh, the wrong one. Magnolia.
0: That is oh. also incorrect. It was, of course, a trick question. It wasn't written for a film. Motion picture soundtrack was Done. written for Romeo and Juliet, the nineteen sixty-eight version. <laughs> uh, maybe if you guys, maybe if you guys had listened Wait. Uh, a bit more, you might have learned from my my mighty Radiohead knowledge. Anyway, won. we will... Uh, you did, Steve, with one <sighs> point from Egg. a possible... Okay, no, we,
4: we don't need no, to do I've... it anymore. We don't need right.
0: nothing to sort of buzz in for now. But we are going to do, right, we've collated some Radiohead top tens, culled from the tracks uh, and the albums that we've heard so far on our journey. Okay, so I'm going to go first uh, because, one, I want to hear all of the songs that I've picked. And, two, mm. I'm interested to see if... Let's really put this to the test, Lucas. has said oh, I'm just not going to be able to recognize songs. I'm not going to know titles. Let's see. Let's let let's let's really see. I'm not going to introduce uh, my top ten uh, <coughs> as we uh, as we do it. I'm going to play the clips first, Lucas. Why don't you see if you can uh, see if you can identify the the songs that I'm playing? Um, I should say on mensch, okay, mm, honorable no. mentions. No, and this will. Uh, maybe eliminate some of them for you, for you, Lucas. You know that these won't appear in the ten songs that I'm going to play. Honorable mentions: everything that's right place, the bends, and Paranoid Android. Okay, there you go. You're an insane man. I know, I know. I that's... haven't
1: got any honorable mentions. Well, gutted, idiot.
0: Yeah, idiot. Fuck. What, what, fucking idiot. All right, here uh, we go. Uh, my Radiohead top it's ten it's Ed. from 1993 to 2003, starting with number ten. <sighs> already so obvious that's not it's so obvious to me
2: because I've got it written in front of me
1: no yeah.
2: it's the bond theme
4: <laughs> I know it
0: <laughs> All right, so the, 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 maybe maybe slightly surprising. This is in this is this is number ten. Um, what is it, Lucas? I have no idea. Absolutely no idea. Steve, we're not. No, we're not going to be passing it to steal points or whatever. <laughs> Egg. Uh, we're gonna. <laughs> it's, it's climbing up the walls. Uh, wow. From the album "Okay Computer," uh, and uh, an incredible song, I think, and something that I really started to appreciate more on this listen through. I mean, listen to this absolute cacophonous mess. Just absolutely fucks, but also has that sort of like
4: the deep context that
0: I really like. Okay, number nine. There's no expression on Lucas's face whatsoever. I was actually amending my top ten again. Oh, here he goes. He puts it he puts it in the base. He's got the base. He's got he's got the base hands up. So you know the song, maybe you just don't know the title, or I do know, like, you know the I know that bass
4: and stuff. Mm. <laughs> and it goes... <laughs> and a
2: lot of them do that, really.
4: <laughs> <laughs> uh, Don't
2: know the name, don't know the
0: name. From hell to the Thief, it's Where I End and You Begin. Uh, another one that just sort of... Grew in my estimation, so I did not necessarily expect it to make the the, the the top 10. Probably won't make it to the top 10 of all time. We should point out we're going to do top 10s towards the end of the season as well that will take in oh, yeah, all mine's of their career Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. be... it's going to be okay. Computer tracks one to ten, just no, like, organized in rainbows by preference tracks, No, oh, yeah, sorry, I meant in rainbows. in
2: rainbows tracks one to nine, and then everything in its right place. <laughs> um, <laughs> number eight, come on now.
0: Come on now Lucas Big nod from Lucas See if you can get it Before the first lyric Which is the title Of the song
4: Please It's it's Karma (laughs) Police
0: Wait Karma Police Isn't in my top 10 That's an insane thing That's an insane thing To have admitted On a Radiohead podcast I forgot about it You forgot about Karma Police Listen to this bit though
1: Still some vivid memories of Adam doing this at karaoke.
0: Oh, beautiful, beautiful <laughs> what memories. What
4: karaoke was this? We're oh, in a room. Birthday. Adam doesn't yeah. even remember it. I don't remember Cheers invite.
0: Cheers to the invite. I don't remember doing it. You are invited. You went home before that. Um. Oh, Go fuck yourself. Number <laughs> seven in my Radiohead Top 10, 1993 to 2003. Isn't Just, this off-kicking your limbs? No, it's not off-kicking your limbs. <laughs> Interesting. Morning Bell. Yes! Now did you did you go to your did you go to the lyrics first? Because I've just realized Karma Police and This, the first lyrics of both, is the yeah, title of the song. I went to the lyrics.
2: Mm. Cause I you know I, I respond to lyrics. You do. You're you're the
0: very much the lyric expert of the of the podcast. I couldn't tell you which version of Morning.
2: I couldn't tell you which <laughs> version
0: it is though. It's the good one. Um <laughs> Number six. We 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 just talked about it. Morning Bell.
2: Okay, no, not that recently. <laughs> Think a little bit further back. Exit with film.
0: Oh, wow. Incredible. So, uh, yeah, you got it spot on. Uh, there's a little jump scare coming up here.
4: Way. Ooh, oh you get you
0: get really into how quiet the guitar is and then suddenly you go whoa um uh, what a magnificent song uh, a magnificent uh, I, 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 love, I love it I love it so much we're into top five territory here with a song that there's no way Lucas will get.
4: I can I'm, do it in my head. Like, I can do I'm it in gonna my have
0: head. to. This might help you. I'm gonna have to skip forward because this song is, is so good. But I need to skip forward to like my my favorite part of it if we're going to be listening to it.
2: Oh, it's called uh, Tuma <laughs> Tamir.
0: It's not a tumor. Uh, here it comes. Yeah, one of the best sort of ten seconds in their entire discography, if you ask me. <laughs> it's called There, There, Lucas. Uh, oh, there, there, from the yeah. album Hail to the Thief. Um, I'm. I wonder how quickly you will you will get this next one, which is in at number four for me. No surprises. Lovely stuff. Of yeah, course, of course. Um, what a beautiful song lovely it's what sad, such a it?
2: pretty garden such a lovely house
0: should we just listen to the whole thing or yeah, right, yeah. <laughs> okay cool We shouldn't, we shouldn't. In the interest of no. speeding this along, I'm going to move on to my number three. We're in my top three Radiohead songs.
1: Mine are uh, mental, just looking at <laughs> it. <laughs> okay, Sorry. Here
0: we go. Number three. Uh, the only one from this album in the top ten. Is it not a uh,
2: uh, uh, motion picture soundtrack?
0: It's n- it's not motion picture soundtrack. No, Steve, it's, If you um... buzz in, you can steal... <sighs> <laughs> shall I skip to the best bit again uh, let's see if I can find it <laughs> be very surprised if this wasn't in your own top 10 Lucas
4: yeah
2: but well, my head to my hands for a reason <laughs> <laughs> a glaring omission Absolutely As Lucas realises that he forgot all about pyramid song.
4: <laughs>
2: no, it's not. It's not that. It's, it's not that it's not in my top ten. It's oh. not, I still <laughs> managed to not get it. <laughs> uh,
0: uh, I don't think you'll get this one, uh, which is which is interesting. Number two, getting closer and closer to the top.
1: Come on Lucas It's off Comes Don't the be thief. such a It's not off <laughs> Not even close Idiotech don't, don't be such a
0: There's no way you
1: actually think this is No idiotic. it's just because he's saying don't be
2: such a And right. so I was like right, what's yeah, going to okay. be an insult Something goes running, mind, running It's that one.
0: Yeah, yeah. You, ju- you just, you just sang the bits that would have had the title of the song in.
4: <laughs> <laughs> it's got, the, it's
0: got that build-up bit we were talking about, and then it just sort of here's the bit.
2: Oh, fuck's sake. My top ten is shit. Well, the interesting thing about this is
0: that's an interesting reaction to that song. Like, going like, oh, my top ten shit because you've remembered how good Letdown is. This this was originally one of your weakest tracks on OK Computer. It does...
2: Th- it, 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 I mean, it turns out OK Computer's quite a good album, Adam. Yeah, it does. Yeah. Yeah. Uh,
0: <laughs> like, uh, the interesting thing I've I've noticed about my top ten is that they are almost all songs that, like, unfold, right? Mm. No Surprises, not so much. Where I End and You Begin, not so much. But Climbing Up the Walls explodes. Karma Police has the few for a minute there I lost myself. Morning Bell is kind of more normal. Exit Music for a Film obviously drastically changes halfway through. There There has the kick-in section that we played. Uh, Let Down has that beautiful bit where it expands. But my, my, does anyone want to have a guess what my number one Radiohead song of 1993 to 2003 is? And it's, my, it's going to remain. I think this top three is basically the same for the end of the season as well.
1: How to disappear completely?
0: Steve got it. Do I still get to guess? You still, you can still guess if you want.
2: Okay, okay. Egg. Egg. <laughs> <laughs> is this uh, creep?
0: That's right. It's creep. Oh, I really should have done like a Pop is Dead Ed's scary song. Uh, tell me bitch all of that stuff I found
1: a I found a playlist you made me recently Adam called blur are scary
0: they are well scary blur are very scary I'm just gonna skip forward a little bit A uh, beautiful song. How to Disappear Completely by Radiohead from the album Kid A. My favorite Radiohead song between the uh, years of nineteen ninety three and two thousand and three. I've turned into a radio DJ. Uh, it's probably yeah, like my it. favorite Radiohead song of all time. That's my top ten. And now we're going to change. We're going to go back to just doing it normally, where you guys are going to tell me uh, you're going to tell me your top tens. I'll try and scramble around on Spotify uh, to play a clip. Um, uh let's do it. Who wants to go Me. next? Okay. Egg. Uh, <laughs> Lucas <is gonna> because <laughs> it's gonna be next. Uh that's absolutely oh. fine. Uh, it's uh, really slow.
3: On mensch,
2: Mench. on mensch. Mench bulletproof.
3: Yeah. Motion picture soundtrack. Lovely creep.
0: Oh, that high for Creep. I was not predicting
2: any. It was kind in of the top ten. I made creepiness. an adjustment.
0: Oh, it was in the top ten radio. It's a good songs song. are all Un- t- Hot take hey, Creep. No, it's a good it's song. It's a good song. <laughs> you think there's ten better ones though? Anyway. Yeah, probably.
2: Yeah, we haven't got to the ten better
0: ones because we haven't listened to <laughs> the <in> rainbows yet. <laughs> okay, yeah, fair enough. Fair enough. All Number right. ten. Yeah.
2: Pyramid song.
0: Oh, uh, it's a good yeah. song and I don't need to play it uh because I selfishly uh have played all of
2: mine already. Number nine? Just added in, because I forgot about it Karma Police Oh, Karma Police, yes I'm... <laughs>
0: How did you forget about Karma Police?
2: Because I'm an idiot Adam, oh, remember yeah. when we did our Muse Top 10 halfway through I forgot about Math Problematic oh, they, yeah. ended up at like, they ended up at like, number two <laughs> <laughs> uh, What did say, num- man? Number eight, Wolf at the Door Oh, oh. Woucher Whoa. Wolf at the Door Such a good song
1: It sounds like the Tudors The thing I like about (laughs) the song is the flan in the
0: face Oh the flan in the face is so good Shall I see if I can find the flan in the face
3: I found it pretty well
4: Egg (laughs) It's
0: got a good rhythm Like It's the nude rhythm
2: It's the what? (laughs) It's the same rhythm as nude I don't mean the drums. I mean like the lyrics, like the, da, da, yeah. Da, ba, da, ba, ba, well, he's ba, rapping, ba, isn't he? He's, he's rapping. Tom he's York's doing a rap, rap song. Rapping. Yeah.
1: And rapping. And rap, rap. Rapping. Rap, rapping.
2: Uh, number seven, Street Spirit fade out.
0: <laughs> I mean, that's also a good song. Yeah. What I should what I should say was very interesting about uh, my top ten is there's absolutely nothing from The Bends, one of my favourite <laughs> albums of all time. The <laughs> yeah. Bends. The Bends.
4: We all had a go. Yeah. To varying degrees of success and sincerity.
0: One of the maddest things, right, is I I have, um, in order to find these quickly, I have just the word Radiohead typed into the search thing. The first thing that comes up is our podcast. Very weird to just be like staring at that. So, I
2: mean, we're the most successful thing that on Spotify that is to do with the, Yeah. We're yeah. the next Radiohead. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. I've always said that. I've always said that. Uh, mm. Number six, you've already played at Exit Music for a
0: Film. I mean, that's such a good song, though, isn't it? It's such a good song. Good song. It's a really good song. It's a really good Guys, song. Guys, I
4: can, can I tell you a secret? Yeah. Exit Music for a Film's a really good song. Uh,
2: I've just realised, I said, my, oh, I said wow. my top ten was like quite varied. I've realised yeah. it's got four, four songs, mate. Might have had a
0: bunch oh, hey, of. That's it's, it's great. great. It's great. Hey, you guys, guys, it's come good. closer. Come closer. Oh, yeah. Go on, okay. Yeah.
2: Okay. Computer's really good. Yeah. It's really good. Yeah, it's really guys. Good. Guys. My yeah. number. Five, my My number five is like spinning plates off
0: amnesiac. Huh? The amnesiac version. Because yep. we could we could have had either. We, we would have accepted uh, the live
2: version. It's this one.
0: Because it sounds That's all yep, sort really. of like. Lucas likes all the stuff about. I like all the business. <laughs> I love all the business. <laughs> would, would you say that this is an example of the context of a song and how it was recorded, maybe adding to your appreciation of the song 100%. itself? Yeah.
2: 100%. Yeah, for sure. So notice it's about a technical thing. It's not about like. Oh, yeah, absolutely. What mind space he was in. It's about like, look at this weird method. Yeah. Which speaks to me mm. <laughs> as a method actor. Yeah, yes. and a method man, the rapper. Yeah. Yes, yeah. yes, that's Spooky. Quite uh, into the boring portion of my top Potion. ten. Number four, <laughs> number four, <laughs> top four is, is boring. Number four
0: is Paranoid Android. Hey, but I do
2: get to play it.
1: Hey man, good song. Hey man, good song. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well,
0: three good songs. <laughs> it's all just sort of stapled but, yeah, together. Yeah, kind of all shoved together. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh,
2: number three, a really nice song that's already been played. Uh, it's no surprises. But what is it? What is it though? It's no surprises. Off of <laughs> oh, I see. I see. <laughs> yeah. Yes, 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 yes. yes, yes yeah. Lovely, yeah, yeah, lovely, yeah, lovely. Yeah, it's a lovely yeah. song. Such a pretty house. Such a pretty garden.
3: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Number dos uh, mm. is dos. Plus dos equals cinco.
1: Okay.
0: Nice. Yeah, nice. <laughs> nice. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's a nice way to start. Wow. Song, a number
4: a What is
1: this?
0: Two. Number two.
1: Two. Number two. Nice. So hey, when we when we, we did hail
2: to the Thief, I did say like this this might have my new favorite yeah, radio yeah, head yeah, song. Yeah, on yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah. Exactly. So that means oh, it hasn't that hasn't quite eclipsed something that that made my honourable mentions, but didn't make my make my top ten. Just to skip means...
2: to where it goes mental, maybe.
0: Alright, Just skits where
2: it goes mental. Just,
1: we all want it mental.
2: <laughs> and then, it, and then, and then, there's this bit. Wait for the drop.
1: Does he say Dag Nabbit? Nope. Dag
4: Nabbit. Pay attention. <laughs> you can just see him doing the dance. You can just see him going. <laughs>
2: You can just see him dancing. Yes, which means number one obviously is everything in the right place.
1: Wow, well, wish... wasn't in Adams. Is in. It was in top, my, my his on his mench. Mench. on Mensch. Yes. Yeah.
2: More backmaster. You'd love back. This is stuff. just one that I want to sit in and die. It's one of yeah. those. <laughs> it's going to make the playlist. It's going to make the songs to listen to as I doom.
1: As, as, as I you doom. doom as i do as
2: you do just imagine this song playing as like as as the the asteroid is getting like alarmingly close <laughs> oh jesus christ and it's imagine, beyond the point of being it's beyond the point of being scary it's now just quiet readiness yeah just for acceptance, the just for acceptance of the
0: inevitable yeah great song great song great uh, really interesting top 10 imo it's got, um, it's got
2: one off of every album bar Pablo Honey, right? Um, amnesia, Coca, Computer, held to the Thief, The Benz, Kid A. It does. Uh, it does. What am I missing? No, it Remember does. Amnesia? I think. Yeah, one, two, three, four,
0: five. Yeah, five out of the six albums are represented there. Nice. And it and it nearly had creep in
2: it. It nearly had creep, but yeah. I
0: banged Karma Police on there instead. That's <laughs> a good decision. It's a good decision. Uh, that's insane because Karma Police wasn't even like. At the edge, right? Like, Pyramid Song was on the edge. So yeah, I know. Don't please... question my methods. Okay,
2: fine, fine. <laughs> Steve. I also did some reshuffling. Literally, whilst you were talking, I was Yeah, moving, you built like, this top three, ten on this episode. Three yeah. and four yeah. got
1: swapped. All sorts happened.
2: <laughs> it's all going on.
0: It's like transfer day in the Premier League. Uh Steve, your top 10 Radiohead songs from 1993 to 2003, I would like to hear about them.
1: Oh, well, that's just great because I just want to as well. So you um, don't have honourable uh, mention? I've got on Mench because I remembered songs. Yeah. Uh, just. You just. Remember when that them? was my favourite? I just oh, remembered them. Remember well, that? Yeah, was my hang favorite? on. I was expecting yeah. that to
0: be number one. No, we, we discovered on, on be, the, the Ben's
1: episode. Three. That's good. On crazy. the Benz episode, it was like, I would realise that it wasn't. Do you remember right, that? but but um, for it to not
0: be in the top ten is is crazy. Yeah. To go from your favorite it's to crazy. not even represented in the top ten of the first half of their career is Yemen. Is,
1: is crazy. Yemen, isn't it fun? Isn't that fun? That's in, in that, that fun. in that fun in, in that, fun. that fun
0: a pound. Is it, is it gyro day? <laughs> <Right>. um,
1: <laughs> street spirit, lovely. Yeah, lovely. Good song. Good yeah. song. Anyway, yeah. number, 10. Right. number ten. Number ten. Number uh, ten. They're there. there.
0: Oh, what a fucking banger. Lucas, you need yeah. to reassess uh, There There, I think. I think that, yeah. that is due a, due a reassessment on the Lucas just scale. Just look that
1: on its
2: own. Just, was just, that on just, your just top one. ten as well? That was one that was on your top ten. It's in my what top five, my
0: friend. It's from Hail
2: to Thine Thief. It was one of the ones I rated low, right?
0: It was. In a, in a, it's, it's a fan favourite. It's a live favourite. Everybody loves There There, except Lucas fans Way. Are, fans are hmm. wrong. Okay, excellent. Steve, number nine.
1: No surprises. Good
0: okay, song. but what is it? Oh, I it's see. It's lovely song, every man, time surprises. we're going to do it. Every
1: time. <gasps> Number eight, we haven't played yet. Are you ready? Get your little fingers ready, Adam. Yeah. That's what I always say, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, the Benz. Ah,
0: oh, well, what okay, song, so. so <laughs> this oh, fucks. This absolutely yeah. fucks. It's in my uh, on Mensch. Uh, it turns out to be my favourite song on the Benz and the Benz is not represented at all in my top ten, which is bizarre. You think, Surely fake plastic. T-. My top ten's wrong. Fake plastic trees should be in there.
1: Oh no! Yeah, man. I listened to this album just non-stop. Really? I mean, I did with most of them, but this one, yeah.
2: Yeah, I love this song. It's yeah, it's it's, uh, it's a good song.
4: Great, Steve where do we loves go from guitar sure. rock?
2: Steve loves guitar rock. Oh but it's got something a bit more than just guitar it rock. It does, though. it has a bit a bit extra the, the structure of that the, song is
1: Steve, very interesting. Adam, Steve Adam Come here, the food yeah, because, What's up? Yeah, sorry, come in. Could you just come in a bit more again? Is that all right? Uh number seven. Oh. Karma <laughs> Police. Okay, guitar. lovely. Yeah. We've had it, it's a good uh, song. It's it's
0: interesting how much crossover there is uh, in all of these actually.
1: Yeah, there's gonna be well, I won't give it away. Don't give it away. You're not going to give it away. Number six, Paranoid Android. Okay, okay, okay. Good
0: representation okay. for OK Computer as well is, is, okay, is, okay. is what I'm enjoying yeah, very much. Yeah. Uh, that's uh, like weird Matthew McConaughey. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> okay I'm trying to, like, okay, avoid okay. any copyright issues. <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh, uh-huh,
1: uh-huh. All right, and Computer. F- <laughs> <laughs> All right, Computer. Number five? Wow. <laughs> Number five. Yeah. Let Down. Oh, uh, Absolutely elevated by Adam describing it more on the episode. Sure. Uh, because now I just appreciate certain points even more than I already did. But also an early standout for you just even before we did the podcast. Like it contributed to mm. a song
0: of yours in, in, in some way. It did, yeah. I stole
1: yeah. a line and just slapped that on the title. Um, mm. It really evokes something, doesn't it? God, it's good. It's so Why are we not playing it? Did Adam already pick this one? Oh, I've already yeah, it. Yeah, it's the one ready. you couldn't get. And I said, don't be a... and you said idiotech. Number four <laughs> is fake plastic trees, you morons. Why I know. I good? can't believe it's
0: we I can't believe we're playing this now. It should have been already been played five times. Oh, oh just I wanna
1: let's just go back, guys. Let's go back, let's do the, the bends again. The, let's go back no, to, to
2: the nineties. The oh, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
1: Yeah. <laughs>
0: Oh, I love that bit of that song. Yeah, that should be in my top. That should be in my top ten, really. Okay. Well,
1: here's a, here's here's a bit of fun. Number three. <laughs> okay. Creepy, Are you ready? Right. on. <laughs> my iron lung. Okay. Oh
0: yeah, you did respond really oh, heavily to my iron lung. Fucking Obviously, it's quicker, eye. Steve. Oh, you can God. save a lot of time by just saying my iron lung. Bear that my in mind and next lung, time. Iron lung,
1: of course. Or M I L. Mill. 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 Listen to Mill. Listen to that. Listen to that. Scary. I find it scary. Uh... I don't know what it is about that riff, though. The little... Oh, I don't know. It's sinister. guitars. You know how I love strings...
4: Steve loves guitars guitars (laughs) Um, have strings I was
0: I tell you what I was surprised to not see how to disappear completely in your top 10 just for the absolute stringage of that song
4: Oh,
3: so we're my,
2: we're my, oh, is, what, which one's that? I I, I, it's, it's my favorite. I Yeah, it. and so I was we, responding to it, and you were going, "I'm surprised this isn't in yours." Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, yeah. my top ten's
1: bollocks. Right. Okay. They're all bollocks. <laughs> <laughs> they're all bollocks. Don't worry, we're, you can reassess it at the end. We'll work uh, much harder on, on the end uh, ones. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I know, but uh, that's already covered.
2: <laughs> in Rainbows is an eleven-track album, isn't it?
1: No, it's ten tracks. It's oh, insane okay.
0: the things you know and you don't know. <laughs> you, you, you know, Lucas' love
1: for you know Lucas's love for strings. Yeah. Could we call him a string fellow? Oh. Can we call him that? Yeah. Should we start calling now him Peter on?
3: the Stringfellow
1: yeah. himself? Yeah. Stringfellow. Yeah. Peter Stringfellow, <laughs> Lucas Way. Yeah. <laughs> Number two, mm. Pyramid Song.
0: I mean, it's a good song. That, that's higher than I thought maybe something from Amnesiac would be for Stephen. Same. Stephen, Stephen, Stephen Murphy. I, same. Yeah.
1: Like when I listen to these two albums, this is what I said before. It's mad that these my top two are from those albums, which I didn't particularly respond that. So that means Positively number one two. is
0: is 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 from that pair of out. It means it's from Kid A. We've not had anything from Kid A, which is okay. Tell me what it is, and then we'll talk about it. Maybe
1: how to disappear completely.
0: Oh well, of course, and because it's, it's number, number one, one because it's number yeah, it's one. I number get to one. play it. I'll yeah. play. I'll play it yeah. towards the end.
1: Yeah, just because you want to. I think this taps into something incredibly raw. Is it the bit where it goes that bit? (laughs) Of course Lucas would respond to that because that's how a robot speaks. (laughs) Here's some nice strings.
0: Uh, obviously, I think it's an incredible song because we share a favourite Radiohead song at this point sure. in, in their career. I have to say, as, as the the rotten, wormy little rock boy of the podcast, your top mm. 10 is uh, very rock heavy. It's a track from Hell to the Thief, followed by four tracks from OK Computer, followed by two tracks from The Bends, But then the top two, Pyramid Song and How to Disappear Completely. Maybe not something yeah. I would have predicted from Steve Murphy going in. Um, hey man, I've got something... feelings too. Hey man, I've got two ears and a heart, don't I? Um, <laughs>
4: <laughs>
0: <laughs> those are cool. I like those top tens. I like doing the top tens. It's interesting to see. It's interesting to see how much uh, crossover there is. We've we all had no surprises. Um, Which. I think there were a- some
2: surprises. Steve's number one was surprise. We all
3: had
1: Karma
0: Police. We can't we keep, keep doing had it. We Calma just can't. Police. We can't.
2: But I think those are the only two that
0: we all had, is No Surprises and Karma Police. Steve and I share uh, Let Down. We uh, all had Pyramid uh, Song. Oh, we all had Pyramid Song, yeah. And Steve and I share How to Disappear Completely and They're There. Um, uh, Lucas and Steve, you share Paranoid Android. Uh, and Lucas's, you know, is is a little more, a little more varied. And then mine is just, you know, whatever in it it's just you know some, some stuff I, I i found it quite difficult to do if i'm honest with you yeah found it quite difficult to do um well radiohead gets a bit more nebulous from here we are we are with them in, in 2005 which is like 13 years after the release of creep and in which they release six albums. And after this, our podcast will follow them all the way to 2022, which is 17 years away from where, where we're with them now, uh, in which time they only release three albums in 17 years. Uh, but that's because they start to sort of split in many pieces. There are Tom York solo albums, Phil Selway solo albums, classical works and film scores by Johnny Greenwood, solo stuff from Ed O'Brien, Colin Greenwood continues to live. And then uh, Tom also does some film scores. He starts a new band with people that aren't in Radiohead but are in Red Hot Chili Peppers um, and, like, R.E.M.'s touring band. Uh, and then as Radiohead... They accidentally revolutionise the uh, the music industry. They publish their own newspaper. Uh, they write a James Bond song that gets rejected. Uh, they have their archives hacked. They go on three world tours. They release some standalone singles. They collaborate with Hans Zimmer. They create a video game. They reissue their two most famous albums. And then Tom and Johnny start another band all together. And we're going to cover it all. We may be over halfway through the Radiohead discography in terms of number of albums, but we're still under halfway through our contextual deep dive of their career as a whole. And speaking of solo albums, next week we're going to deviate from Radiohead for the first time to discuss and dissect The Eraser, the 2006 album by Thomas of York. Thomas Mm, Edward York. The grand old Thomas of York. Indeed, indeed. Indeed. which brings us to the, uh, the end of another episode. So, thank you very, very much for listening. Come and let us know what you think of our top tens. Submit your own top tens from songs exclusively from between nineteen ninety three to two thousand and three. Talk show host. Why wasn't talk show host on my <laughs> <laughs> in my top ten? Because it's because it's a bit. We did cover it. It's a B site. Oh whatever, come and let us know what you think of, of our top 10s and everything, you can find us on Twitter, Instagram and Facebook at What Is Pod, at TikTok at What Is Music. and if you want to send in something a little bit longer we can read it out on the show, we don't have time today unfortunately, but email us whatismusicpod at gmail.com there's also a couple of ways that you can support us other than listening if you'd like to, one is to buy our merchandise if you go to What Is whatismusicpod.redbubble.com you will find some stupid designs and one John Major one, and if you don't fancy the merchandise, you just want to chuck us a few quid you can go to coffee.com KO-FI.com slash whatismusic. All donations really gratefully received. They go towards our running costs, and that about does it. Thanks again for listening. But before you go, please, guys, don't leave me. Hi. Don't leave me. Bye. Hey, music for film. Egg.